today we are going to dissect exactly what is going on with Nintendo with all of these announcements that usually come as part of the February Direct getting trickled out. Something suspicious is in the air. Don't you think? There was something fishy happening last yeah. week where they went on this flurry of announcements over mm. 24 hours. Mm. Very unlike them. Some of it pretty interesting big-ish news. Yes. And we are getting to be that time. We're on direct watch now. There is this great streak that people are talking about of the February direct. Right. The, the, the chain shall not be broken, but I think it's worth a closer look this year because this Something is a different kind of year. is happening, and we're going to figure out what it is in just a few minutes. Um, we have some other cool videos on the channel we sure right do. now. You have continued your, like, soul healing journey towards... My rehabilitation. Yes, yes, exactly. Towards becoming a more understanding Sonic... I'm not going to say fan. No, just a, it's not that. Just a, just a more right. open-minded person uh, as it relates to Sonic. And you, you have discovered something quite extraordinary that I was very surprised by. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of Sonic, which is well documented, but I am a lover of video game history. Uh -huh. So, you know, I had heard these, these stories of like, hey, the, the development of Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is pretty interesting, and did you know it actually was made in the US and not mm -hmm. in Japan, and Yuji Naka and others came over to kind of knock it out, and like, gosh, that's, that's really unusual and right. really interesting. So. Over the years, like I have in chunks kind of read about that. And a few weeks ago, I was like, you know, where was this place? Where exactly was this? Because Sonic's or uh, Sega's headquarters was on the West Coast. It was in San Francisco for a long time. Right. So I was like, maybe, maybe it just maybe it was close by. And this the, the addresses are available on the internet. There's some great right. Sega kind of retro-oriented sites out there, and they mm -hmm. just had it. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is about. 10 minute drive away from where I grew up. Right. So that was a mind blowing moment. So we had to go and check this place out. We had to go check it out. We had to go like absorb the Sonic 2 vibes. Yes. And we also wanted to share with you guys like the really interesting history, like you said, about right. what was going on in those days and this very unique mix of you, you know, American and Japanese developers coming together to make this game. Like it was of course fraught with so much drama and so much, like, you know, ridiculous hard, hard times, but it all happened, like, in our backyard, basically, which was kind of crazy to think about. So, yeah, so that's what we did. Yes, yeah, so we did a little vlog where we went to check it out. Uh, we actually got inside the building. We did. Uh, we did get a couple dirty looks from some people. The cops were not called, thank you very much. Yeah. But it was, I, I definitely felt some things um, yeah. visiting there. We left a little memento I because say, I feel strongly there should be a statue or a plaque on this building to mm, commemorate the history that happened that's there. That's true because, I mean, that is a significant place of video game history. Yes. So we did a good video game karma deed yes. and we left something lovely in on the premises um, to commemorate that Sonic 2 was developed there. Yeah, it was really fun. This is like the um, Sonic Week DLC is what I, I like to call it for people who, who were with us last year free for, DLC. for Sonic Week. We got the free DLC <laughs> Not here. Not paid. Bonus video. I did DM um, Katie over at Sega this you morning did? when the video came out. And I just said, hey, look at this. I want to cool. get a pat on the head. Oh, <laughs> Katie's sweet. Katie has been instrumental in your right. rehabilitation. I haven't heard back. 
but it was, it was only like, like an hour ago, so. Maybe, maybe there's still There's still time. You can check. Yes. She, she wouldn't. She's so nice. She would at least give you a little, I hope there, so. Good I job. hope so. You did it. Way to go. Well. <laughs> <laughs> um, other big video uh, on the channel right now. Big news for us. Big news yes. for this here thing that we do. Um, we made a video on all the big cool updates that we have coming for 2024, which we're very excited about. We had a great year last year, like sure it's did. just amazing. And you guys are just continuing to support us and we're ever so grateful and we're just wanting to do even more and, you know, have more fun in 2024. So we made a big video sharing with you all of the new content that we're gonna be creating, what's happening with our Patreon and then like a little surprise at the end as well, so. Yes, there's a lot of updates in there. It's a pretty big video, but um, recommend you all check it out. Mm -hmm. But if you're just wondering like, well, what are, what are kind of the, the, the things that are happening? Um, there are some pretty cool things happening with our Patreon. Yeah. Which uh, again, check it out, patreon.com slash Kit and Krista. Mm -hmm. I'd say there's kind of like three, three takeaways. Um, we do have a new show that we are starting, a new podcast, yes. the Kit and Krista Spoiler Cast. So excited about this. This is going to be a once a month thing because it's going to be a big in-depth, um, you know, no holds barred, nothing is off limits. Obviously, it's a spoiler exactly. cast on um, a big game that we've both been playing. It's going to start in February, late in the month. It's going to be for Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth. Yes. Which we'll be talking about later here in the games we're playing. Yeah. But... This is something you've wanted to do for a while. We did an experiment of it last year mm -hmm. with Tears of the Kingdom. Went yeah. really well and I think was was fun to have no restrictions of talking about exactly. a game once we had wrapped it up and really wanted to get all of our thoughts out there. Mm -hmm. And this is going to be another big year. So I think these are going to be really fun additions to the conversations we have in this podcast. Yeah, this podcast was pretty careful about, you know, keeping it... Yeah. Well, well, one of us is. Well, I try, but some <laughs> some things that I think people consider try spoilers harder. are not really spoilers, and that's just on you. Anyways, um, but yeah, I think this is going to be really fun for us to kind of do this with the bigger games that we're playing, that our community is also playing, so that there's just this like forum for us to talk about everything, and, and you just want to release some of that stuff, you know, with these big games that we've been playing, so yeah. I think having that is going to be really, really cool. Um, we're excited about this. It's going to be a Patreon exclusive um, in our notification squad tier, which right. is a ten dollar tier. Right. And again, these are going to be monthly. So um, yeah, we're really excited to bring that and bring even more exclusive content to our wonderful Patreon community because those are the people that are literally keeping the show going. Right. So, yes. Um, one other thing we're doing is that we are moving up. Um, the perk of getting early access to Super Kitten Krista 64 to the $5 tier. That was previously in the $10 tier. Mm -hmm. We're like, you know, it might be a little bit confusing if you want to get in on early access to have those spread across different tiers. So yep. it's like, now it's like the $5 tier is all early access. Yeah. $10 tier is all about exclusive content and it gets more exclusive the further you go. So hopefully that's just a bit more of a clear delineation of like yeah. what, what each thing gets you. Exactly. And we are adding an entirely new tier. I'm really excited about this. That too. is uh, the most exclusive tier of all because it's limited to a single person. Yes, it can only be one. It's called the final boss, uh, <laughs> the, who will become our boss. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes and uh, there's a lot of stuff that comes with this tier. And that's why there can only be one. There can only be one person. And the, the, the special thing for us is we're going we're gonna to be putting a picture of that person right up on our set. Yeah. Well, or a well, picture of a their picture choosing. A picture of their choosing. Yeah. Right. It's going to be here. 
in the background for all to see because that will be the final So you boss. may you may be seeing this as soon as next week. Yeah. Because these tiers are live as of February first. Yeah. So can't wait to find out who my new boss is gonna be. <laughs> so excited. <laughs> So again, there's so much more in that video. There's updates on our Japan trip. There's updates on some cool merch that we're doing. Yes, exactly. um, even more Patreon stuff. So definitely check it out. Mm -hmm. And uh, thank you to all of our um, current Patreon subscribers. We did such a big um, questionnaire at the end of the year yeah. to, to like really get at the heart of like, what do you want? Like, what are we What's doing working? good? What are we not doing What's good? Not? Yeah. And we spent days going through that and like analyzing it. So. Mm -hmm. You know, we th that, that's always the goal is get a little bit closer to, um, you know, what makes everybody as happy as possible. Exactly. So yeah. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to do it. Yes. Cool. We truly are. Okay. Uh, so this episode, we are shuffling up our usual flow of things yeah. because the big topic about Nintendo Direct and what Nintendo did last week is, is sort of news oriented. Mm -hmm. So we're going to start with the news and then we're going to get into some other stuff. Uh, we're doing a, a, a PAL World ripoff tier list. list, which is really fun. Um, uh, wow is all I can say as, wow. I, did, as I did some, yeah. I mean, I've been playing the game. Yes, me but, too. But Seeing it double, side by side Double like wow, that yes. Is, is quite... It's quite interesting. Right. So, so that, we're going to be so, doing so a really fun. So that'll be good also. Um, <laughs> before we get into that, I've got to shout out our sponsor. This episode is sponsored by Notion. Thank you, Notion. Uh, Notion is a great tool for productivity, whether you're an individual, whether you're a small business, whether you're a big business. You are the uh, organization queen. Organization queen. Oh, yeah. So this is very much up your alley. It is. I need to keep our small business going. We have so much going on. Not only are we you know, managing how we do our content every week, but we also have the consulting side of our business. That's so there's right. just always a lot of things happening, and there's the two of us trying to keep it all going. So having Notion to really help us organize our thoughts, you know, taking our meeting notes and transforming them into very easy to read documents and summaries and lots of little things like that has really helped us a lot. Yes, the thing that I love the most about Notion is that it's all in one place. Yes. You know, there are other solutions, solutions that we uh, have used where it's like, okay, I did a thing, why don't you go check it out? And it's like, uh, is, it, is it in this place? Is it in that place? Or is it in the other place? Mm -hmm. And that's not that's not being organized no. and productive if I don't even know where where, where the thing is or what <laughs> yeah. type of file it is. Exactly. So that is what I love the most about Notion. It's all in one. There's no confusion. You get down to business like a snap. Yeah. There's also the Notion AI assistant that's just fully integrated in, and it can help you with a lot of tasks um, and making making some of the, those more tedious tasks that you do throughout your workday a lot faster and easier. So you can. Release your brain to, to think about the bigger things and the bigger creative ideas. Just have the AI assistant do right. the menial stuff. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like I was saying, uh, Notion is used by over half of Fortune 500 companies, but it's mm -hmm. great if you're a small business like us or yes. even just a regular old person. Yeah, just want to organize your, your schedule in life. Right. This, this works really well that for that as well. That is very important too. So yeah. try Notion for free when you go to notion.com slash Krista. That's all lowercase letters. Notion.com slash Krista to try the powerful, easy to use Notion AI Assistant today. And when you use our link, you are supporting our show. Notion.com slash Krista. We'll put the link right over here and also in the description below. All right. Okay, into this monster so new, news section. News. News section. Be sure to put the little news jingle here. Da, 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 da. Don't forget. Yes, I will put it in. 
So we want to talk about what happened with Nintendo last week and what that might mean for a February Nintendo Direct, since mm -hmm. that is right around the corner, the normal time that that would happen. And people are starting to get the feeling, the itch. Yes, um, we're on know, Direct Watch, I think, officially begins now. Sony uh, is doing a state of play this week, so it is a good time. People are, are agreeing to make some announcements. Yes. And I always like it when this happened. People come out with the receipts. Yes. And say, well... If you want to say there won't be one, you are going against history. Because right. look at this, four out of five years, and we have mm -hmm. the dates right here, there have been a, there has been a direct in February. And yeah. the exception was in 2020, and 2020 was a crazy year. Yes. I don't remember exactly what- We were there that year. Right, I can't, I can't remember this. exactly what there the thing was. There was something that was happening in February. There was like a lot of Animal Crossing stuff. Mm happening that year we had a That's really true. big event that was supposed to happen that didn't um i'm just like racking my brain but i remember there was some weird scheduling right. issues um that made it so we couldn't do the direct at the normal time and then the pandemic literally happened right and then it just pushed everything right. out and maybe we can debunk something that i see people like putting out there of like okay do it there's nothing like like, Nintendo's not like, well, it's February, we gotta do this no matter what. Right. Like, yeah. it is kind of, it, it does depend on, do we have the news? Is it, does, mm. does the timing for that line up with everything? Like, nothing is that set in stone, you know? It's true. Nintendo is never the type to, you know, make any sort of announcement because they've done so in the past at the same time or because other people are making announcements. Right. They're very much like, we're doing our own thing. We're going to make the announcement when it's the right time for us. And they're not precious about these dates, really. And they will change it if something else is happening. But I think on the flip side of that, just looking at the historical receipts, as we said, 2021, February 17th, 2022, February 9th, 2023, last year, February 8th. There is a... Um, significance to the February timing because it's a month before the end of Nintendo's fiscal year. This is the time where they do sort of like timing wise, it's good for them to get out any of those announcements. Well, there's always a lot of games right. to get out before the end of the fiscal year. Exactly. So they want to tell you that information right? so you can know it. And then, you know, they, they, they're done, done with sort of that round of news before the end of the March fiscal year. And then in the summertime, they move on to that next wave of announcements. So timing-wise, that's why they've done it in February in the past because it does work well with their like fiscal schedule. Um, but again, they're not precious about it. So if something else takes the place of it, or they want to shift it to a later date, like they're they're going to be fine doing that. Maybe one other thing to debunk with that is like I do sometimes see people saying like, well. You know, with the end of the fiscal year and the start of the new one, they like to appease the financial, they like to appease the investors. And, like, yeah, I think when we were, when we left, Nintendo was maybe a bit more focused on investors than they were in the Awada days, but mm -hmm. they don't really think about it as much this way. Not um, as much as, like, a tech company at No, all. They're no. very different than that. It's a very, like, long-term view. Yeah. Of, and, and, you know, these are consumer-facing. There there were times where Nintendo was very used to, make, used to make announcements in shareholder meetings. Right. Which 
was weird. I, I don't understand the reasoning Some for that. A lot of companies do that, And though. we stopped doing that. Yeah. Um, but I think with now you know, it's more products that are as like fan-focused as, as Nintendo's, that just doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. So, yes, there's, there's a lot of proof here. But again, I, I wouldn't say it's like ironclad that it has to happen. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So it could change. And it, I think we have some reasonings or predictions of what it could what could be causing this to happen. So we'll get right. into that and then and, and kind of share with you what we were thinking right. they might be doing instead of right. direct. But they really went on a run January 23rd and 24th of last week mm -hmm. of just one announcement after the other, which, yeah. which felt very out of character to us. Right. So let's just run through what everything was. They announced these pink... Joy-Con right. for Princess Peach Showtime. That's coming out on March 22nd. What do mm -hmm. you think of these? They're fine. Okay. Cute. <laughs> this is the most lukewarm cute I've ever heard. I mean, I'm not going to get them. It's cute. It's fine. It's not my favorite shade of pink, is my... Uh, then we got this other short video for Princess Peach Showtime as well, uh, debuting two of the new... Um, Transformations, yeah. Ninja Peach and Cowgirl Peach. Mm -hmm. So those are that's two pretty substantial updates on this yeah. game right there, which is is one of the bigger ones for what's left in the fiscal year. Right, I would say. right, right. And that's definitely that. I mean, that little video is definitely something that you could see right in a Nintendo Direct. And then, oh, by the way, we got these cool Joy-Con. Check them right, out. Right, exactly. Like that that felt very much like uh, direct content right there. Then. We got, um, on the 24th, they were talking about the launch date for Splatoon 3 Side Order, which is the bigger sort of DLC offering for that. Yeah. Um, that is, that's also big news. Um, that's coming pretty soon, um, in the next month or so. Mm -hmm. And... That also felt like very direct... Um, right. Like direct-worthy content. Especially, I was looking at the last direct, which was the September one. They opened the Direct with Splatoon yeah. Side Order. So this is an important game, obviously, to Nintendo. Yeah. There was um, a little video that was paired with this. Mm. And these, these were all shared on Twitter, by the way. Um, that little video that they had was very light on new information and new content. Right. There was kind of like nothing and beyond, it beyond, the, the, date, date. beyond yeah. the date itself, which, exactly. I, which was, I think, also a noteworthy thing. Yeah. Then... We heard about these two concerts that right. are happening, um, kind of back to back. So there's the Zelda Orchestra concert, which is happening on the 9th of February. Mm -hmm. That's right in that direct second week of February Timing. window that, yes. that people keep pointing out. Yes. Uh, visit our YouTube channel to watch the full pre-recorded performance. Okay, at 5 a.m. Direct time. I will, I will not be up at 5 a.m., no. sorry. Then, the Splatoon channel shared that the Splatoon 3 Deep Cut concert, which had been scheduled for Nintendo Live, which is, this is the event that was canceled. Right. That's going to happen on February 10th, the next, the very next day. The very day. next day. That will also be posted on the YouTube channel so you can watch it. So, interesting that they called out this specifically as previously being part of Nintendo Live. But, but not did the not, Zelda did, one. did not for the Zelda concert. Now, the Nintendo Live in Seattle, that had a lot of Zelda content. And, yeah. they, and they had something like this. And Mario. Like this. Yeah. But no Splatoon. No. So, I mean, Japan is, is a Splatoon. Splatoon first market. First yes. market. So, I can see why they would 
call that out. And that, that, that Splatoon concert has been at Nintendo Live for in years past yeah. as a big draw. That's also much more complicated and, and frankly pricey to pull off yeah. than than you know some people with instruments like you need right you, you need, need like, like holographic hologram. projections and, and yeah, stuff it's like quite that. Quite intense. It's a it's a whole to do. Yeah. Um, then which it just keeps going. It's getting, it keeps getting weirder. Um, yeah. They shared that there are new modes coming to F zero ninety nine, secret tracks and private lobbies. Those are available now. Yeah. So obviously they wanted to get those out then, but if there was some direct, you could say, well, why not hold it for hold another it week or week, ten days and then and, shadow drop that. I mean, that's cool. Like this is cool news. People like this. And this was again a, a thing that was announced previously in a direct. Right. Yeah. So that people they know that there's a good reception to right, it. Right. Right. Uh, we also got this news about new Smash Ultimate Spirits. I would just like to point out that the Smash stuff comes out like a week after Sakurai says he's going to shut down his channel as well. So I don't read as much into this one. I really think this that this feels like I think I don't know maybe it's just because I I, I I didn't get into the whole spirit thing that big, but I was like, oh, whatever, this is kind just, of this is that thing a little where bit you're more like, of a throwaway. It's like, yeah, it's the, the game's still around. That's what it is. They want you to remind you of that game being still around for some reason later. That's right. why. And he shut down his channel. Come on now, guys. All right. It's very suspicious. Um, also, <laughs> for fun sakes, Doug Bowser's in Kyoto. And the head of uh, marketing is also in Kyoto. Oh, really? Interesting. Yes. Okay. Yes. So the new head of marketing. Those, I mean, those people do go fairly regularly to mm -hmm. Japan for for meetings or whatnot. But they, you know, there could potentially be some some bigger thing that they're working towards yeah. or planning towards or talking about. Um, could be the last meeting before the big announcement. Right. Certainly. Yeah. Certainly could. The be. The timing is perfect. Hashtag for that. tranquility. Yes. Hashtag tranquility. We, we should all Snow hope to. We should all hope to achieve that. <laughs> Wonderful. Beautiful. What a beautiful scene. So that is a heck of a lot for one day. Mm -hmm. um, at Nintendo, all on Twitter, all pretty substantial pieces of news. You know, this kind of thing was what we sought to avoid when yeah. we worked in the communications team. Like, this is kind of not, this is the opposite of a best practice. Yeah, this is like what not to do. Right, you want to spread this news out a little bit more. Right, unless you want to combine it together in a format like a direct right. to make a big impact. If you just have these little bits and pieces... You don't want, first of all, you don't want them to cannibalize each other. You don't want to share so much news within a, a very short time span so that your your audience doesn't know which one to pick and, right. and get People get a short about. attention span when there's right. as much. It's like they just forget about the last thing. They say, oh, there's a new the thing. thing. Cool. Yes, right. exactly. So like we would we would often have conversations where we would look at the calendar of like, like okay, no, we need to there's actually too out. much happening on this mm. day. Let's spread it out. What yes. can be moved? What can what can be shifted out? Yeah. Or even like within a day, like let's do something early in the day, so do something much later, later to give people time to really yeah. absorb it and, and understand it. Right. So clearly that did not happen here in any way, shape, or form. No. And I also noted that the timing of all of these directs were sort of the global timing, which was evening or late afternoon U.S. time. Uh -huh. And that means it was like sort of early morning Japan time and like reasonable for Europe, which always gets the, the worst time. Sorry, Europe. Um, but these these were meant to be global announcements. Right. Um, so, you know, shared in the same way across all of the regions as would a Nintendo Direct. Uh, so that was very notable as well. So what's your hot theory for what's going on here? My hot theory is, is that 
they might be holding that timing in February for a bigger announcement. Mm. I, yeah, I don't know what else they would, you know, share in a direct. I guess that we're missing, what are we missing? We're missing the launch date. Yeah, what, for, what could they still presumably talk about? For Paper Mario, which is a game right. that does, does not have launch right. timing. Luigi's Mansion, you could Luigi's give some sort of an update Mansion. on that. This is, it's like almost right around the time that Mario versus Donkey Kong will be coming out. Yes, so they can do like a little, it's out now. But they've, I mean, I, I feel like they've talked about almost everything. Right, they shared like a six that. minute trailer for it right. very so I, so I don't think there's much more there. Yeah. There could be some, could other, be some other surprise games. There's third party games. There's like Unicorn, Overlord stuff. That's, that's coming a, out relatively soon. They could do a third party showcase though instead. If that was the case, because they've already kind of talked yeah. about most of their first party stuff, except for those two things that we just talked about. Yeah. Unless there's a brand new announcement or a brand new series of announcements on Switch software that they did not talk about last year in September and didn't say like the 2024 timing without a launch date. And then they're just going to like talk about brand new stuff like that could. That, that, right. That's very possible. Right, right, right. So, so that's yeah. your, that's your that's your yeah, feeling. Yeah, I, I feel it feels really Is, so, it's feeling very strange to me right now. So no traditional direct yeah. in February. Yeah. But maybe maybe the Switch Two announcement is in February. Is maybe what you're feeling? Maybe the Switch Two announcement is in. Fe I don't know. I, I was thinking March, but like early March. Yeah. So I could be I could be a little off here. There could be like a mini. Maybe there is a third party showcase, like I said, like something like that to sort of. Tie the bows, you know, t tie the loose ends, as people are saying. Like, they kind of are in, they are sort of in this position right now of tying up a lot of these loose ends to, like, clear the deck, right? They might need yeah. this month to do that. Right. And this is part of the loose end tying in a kind of messy, weird way. But there's something weird that doesn't feel like, that points me to believe that there's not maybe a, tr a, a big, huge, traditional, like, full-on... February direct. Okay. What do you think? Yeah, I also like March as a potential announcement for Switch 2. Mm -hmm. I think there's still more to say about the current Switch yeah. library. And yeah. and I do still think there might be a couple other games, you know, not, not crazy huge things, but things that they'll want to talk about and get people to pay attention to. Yeah, yeah. So sure. I, I like the idea of it being... A smaller direct mm -hmm. with a mini? mini level of content, but not branded mini. I think I think calling it a mini will be a signal to people of like, well, wrap up the switch. This is mm. this is the last. That's true. The last, so so it will but be. I mean, like, so what? Like everyone knows it already. So what's, well, they don't want they don't want to communicate. Why, why are that you yet. like tiptoeing? Because I mean, they don't want so to. Obvious, they do not though. want to communicate that yet. They want people to still think, to still be buying games on that to be to be in on that while they wait. Yeah, so, like you know, that. like 20, let's say roughly, roughly 25 minutes. Roughly 25 minutes. And they're going to pad that out with all sorts of things, but it'll be called a, a normal direct and it'll mm -hmm. be, you know, in this, in this but February But it's just going to be frame. light on announcements. It'll be very light. Is your thing. It'll be, it'll be super soft. Yeah. Um, okay. As for what happened on the 23rd and the 24th, so the thing is like, yes, it, it's all bunched up. There was nothing, there was no reason, though, that they couldn't have done it, like, two days later or today. Mm -hmm. You know, like, the direct is not today. It's like, oh, my gosh, we have to get this out before this thing happens. Like, it didn't happen yet. Yeah. So I think this is just, 
like a mistake, like somebody just goofed. And there is a combination of like global announcements. This Nintendo Live stuff is kind of weird. Yeah. I think this is just like an anomaly of like somebody messed up and didn't like- Messed up the calendar? They checked the, there was like bad communication on the calendar or it was like, oh my gosh, yes, it's bad timing, but we have to do it this day. Once you kind of set the global announcement too, it's kind of hard to it's roll hard, back. It's hard to move it. It's hard to roll right. back because you now you don't want people to, you know, one region to accidentally go out and then you like basically like leaked it. Right. For everybody else, you right. know? So, so it I, is hard to roll back. So that I think stuff. this was just more of a flub than anything. I am puzzled though about again, like this Princess Peach little little trailer. Like that could have been a really nice thing. In a direct. In in this, you know, potentially very yeah. soft direct coming up. No. So unless maybe they have like more little outfits. Unless there's for her. unless there's more to say about this game. Maybe there's more little outfits. Maybe that they'll, they'll announce in the little mini direct or whatever. Little it is. outfits in the little mini. The little pink Great. mini direct. <laughs> <Some shit. laughs> maybe there's another couple of different transformations. Mr. Or Takahashi's gonna come out wearing the Princess Peach dress and crown and everything. He's gonna be a cowgirl. <laughs> oh, no, I, I said a, I said him. a dress. I not love a, that not for a cowgirl him. outfit. I love that. That's not what I said. He could totally show up. So, I and I it. do think again the the wording threw me off, but I, I do imagine this Zelda concert was again originally for Nintendo Live. I think so. I think the concerts were because of Nintendo. The five a.m. time obviously is not favoring this market, which no. is the number one Zelda market. So it's I think it's you know more. I think that's probably like a late like an evening for Japan, which is a nice yeah. time to do that. Right, so. and it was for an event that was supposed to happen in yeah. Japan, so they're probably thinking that Right, way. so let's give this to them first, but let's, we might as well make but it available But it's like pre-recorded, so who cares? Like, you can watch right. it whenever. It doesn't right. really matter. But I mean, when this was announced, like, people were, that's when there was also that other rumor that, that got supposedly debunked by the other leaker, Puro, oh. about how, like, oh, there's going to be remakes for the Oracle games, and then people were like, well, that would be a nice thing to announce in this. So, no. this, again... They're not gonna. The, di that. the the direct zone will make your your mind do some interesting stuff, things. But let's be reasonable, though. Jump to conclusions. Yeah, I'm being very reasonable. I'm, I'm saying I think this was just a mistake. Wouldn't have happened on our watch, but this was a mistake, <laughs> and it just made for a strange day that had too much stuff. Yeah. And I think it's too soon to announce Switch Two, but we're not far. So we'll have a little, a little tiny little little baby direct that they'll try oh, and pretend baby. that they'll try and pretend is bigger should, than it is. They should just call it Nintendo Direct Baby. <laughs> Nintendo Direct Junior. Nintendo Direct is just baby. Oh, the Nintendo Direct junior. is just baby. It's like but Nickelodeon I, Junior. Nick Junior. Slap a diaper on this direct. Oh, diaper toe direct. Perfect. Bring that back. Oh no. Can we talk about have that, that guy from Polygon <laughs> post it? <laughs> Today all my dreams are coming true. <laughs> I'm in an adult diaper. Right. Uh, we are not achieving hashtag tranquility. We're not. If, if that happens, we're 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 hashtag chaos right, right now. Any actually. other theories you want to you want to put out in the world over this? I still stick to my original like timing around the Switch Two announcement yeah. of like deck clearing in February yes. and then some sort of announcement in March. Um, I agree. I just I th feel I think like that makes more. But sense. I, I do I do feel like whether or not this was like a mistake or just like a little bit of an oversight in terms of the, looking at a calendar. There is this mentality right now inside Nintendo where they're like, we got to get this stuff done and out there mm -hmm. so that we can shift our focus. Yes. I love, love to say that. Shift our focus to launching this next console. Correct. So I get the sense that maybe this little, you know, scheduling mishap or whatever you want to call it is a result of that kind of thinking that's very prevalent throughout the company now. It's like everyone is like, their brains are like, tie up these loose ends, shut this down so we can move on to the next thing. Like that is how they train you to think there. So 
I, I just feel like that is what is happening and everything that we're seeing now is exactly that. Like everyone's just thinking like we, we got to get this all right. tidily wrapped up and then we can take a deep breath and get excited and move on to the next thing, right. you know, and it's going to be great. So yeah, so that's kind of what I'm thinking like is just the, the underlining like people's mindset yes. as they go through this next month. Good, we figured it out. On to wow. the, on to the games that matter, uh, AKA Pal World. Wait. What? We have to do the poll though. Oh, yes. Yes, you, you, I told you to remind me of this. I, and I did. And thank you, you did. So we asked our Patreon subscribers in a poll what they thought was gonna happen in February. And there were four options. 30% uh, of people said it is 100% gonna happen. 62% oh. of people said it probably will happen, but I won't be shocked if it doesn't. 6% of people said it probably won't happen, but I won't be shocked if it does. And well, then this is like confusing. 2% said, then you do the poll next time. 2% <laughs> said it's 100% not going to happen. It's so like a I reading was, comprehension. I was a little bit surprised at how overwhelming the it probably will happen. It probably will happen. That's 92% people thought like, yeah, in some shape or form, it probably will happen. That's a bit higher than I thought, mm -hmm. but again, I this put This is my... what happens when you start to look at the historical right. dates, I though. put myself in that second, I put myself in that second category of, it probably will, but I wouldn't be shocked if it didn't. Mm -hmm. that's okay, where I, yeah, that's I'm where definitely I not myself. the first one. Yeah, I thought, yeah. I thought the, I wouldn't be shocked if it, if it does, but probably not. I thought that that's one might be- That's probably me. I thought that might be a little bit higher. Yeah, that's me, I think that's me. But that was, that was very insightful. Okay. Um, Tuscube says, without a shadow of a doubt, the Whoa. second full week of February. I love when Nintendo is consistent about their announcements. It always feels like something to look forward to, guaranteed. Well, Nintendo doesn't wow. care that you love that. Boom, so. the definitive <laughs> wow. word from yeah. Tuscoop. Nintendo is very much like, let's like try to, let's try to make it surprising yeah. for them, so. Callie says, with the recent trailers for Mario vs. Donkey Kong, Splatoon 3 Side Order, and Princess Peach Showtime, we are running out of content that could be shown in a February Direct, and I don't think there will be enough new content before the Switch 2 comes out to justify a Direct without revealing the new console. I think Nintendo would want to wait until at least March to reveal the Switch 2 to not interfere with the buildup for their February releases. Very, very good, very, Callie. Very close You've been to paying attention. what we were thinking as well, <laughs> yes. Heart Nintendo says, since Nintendo's fiscal year ends in March, this will happen so they can preview slash announce things for the next fiscal year. This gives their shareholders context for the financial outlook of FY24. Yeah, could happen. Zvibo finally says, I think it will happen, but we'll be focused entirely on games for the original Switch for 2024 mm. and will mostly be a bit of a hodgepodge of things that Nintendo has been keeping for a rainy day. That's what you think. I like that you as like well. Soft, the soft direct. Right. Uh, back to Pal World. <laughs> back to Pal The most important thing <laughs> of all, we Pal have more Pal World and the games we're playing, but yes. uh, we have to talk about the Pokemon company putting out <laughs> the statement. So what's happened in the world of Pal World since we had this last podcast? The game has continued to sell great. Yes, people the, seem to still be playing, even though there's other big games that have come out. Maybe, like a, bit, maybe a bit of a tailing off, but a little tailing it, off, that's, that's but natural. Yeah. The Pokemon mod got ninja'd. Yes. Um, Obviously. What else? There have been, again, continued to be all sorts of theories, and I appreciate the the, the people, like like MinMax had an actual lawyer 
come on and talk right. about like what is what, what is, is the actual IP legality? Like that, that's that's valuable and that's important because yeah. we're certainly not lawyers. No one's a, two, yeah. two dopes with a podcast. <laughs> so I don't know. But yeah. one of the bigger things was a Pokemon company putting out this statement, right. uh, which I will just read. And it is entitled, Inquiries Regarding Other Companies' Games. <laughs> <laughs> we have received many inquiries regarding another company's game released in January 2024. We shall not name it. It's like Voldemort. <laughs> Prince of Persia, what? We have not granted any permission for the use of Pokemon intellectual property or assets in that game. Oh. We intend to investigate and take appropriate measures to address any acts that infringe on intellectual property rights related to the Pokemon. We will continue to cherish and nurture each and every Pokemon <laughs> I love this, I love this and part. its world <laughs> and work to bring the world together through Pokemon in the future. Signed, the Pokemon Company. I love how Yours we truly. cherish and nurture <laughs> every let's, Pokemon. Let's cherish and nurture you with a season to this. Oh, man. This is great. I love the statement so much because it is very much sort of like a, we are very upset right so now. Passive we're passive aggressively <laughs> pissed off and we're going to write the statement. We're not even going to name the yeah. game. We're just going to be like real cagey right. and weird about it. And then we're going to make like veiled threats. Um, but it, it kind of points to some of the stuff that we talked about in our last I felt album. I felt very validated yeah, with like, what we said in that video, yeah. which was that they were caught off guard. Exactly. They needed time to have the internal discussions yeah. and answer all the questions. And, and they're getting bombarded by questions. That's the clearly thing. Clearly. Yeah. Like, Many inquiries. What do you think of this? What are you doing about this? Are you going to do anything? From people outside, from people in, do not underestimate the, the power of the inside questioning. Yeah, you don't, yeah, so that's not something that people forget, I think, that if you're not on the inside. It's like when you think about it, you think, okay, only the media or like you're looking at social media and people's like ridiculous conversations. That's not the thing that actually matters more. It's like all of the different executives that are like freaking out right. internally asking. Like, what if I sent Doug Bowser like a sternly worded email of like, how did this happen on your watch? And obviously, Doug Bowser has nothing to do with this, but yeah. like in, in a situation it's like pressure. that, it's like a that concern. is that is pressure that he would feel. Right. Like that's not nothing, no matter who you are. Yes. Like and and, and like these are people like in your company. It's like oh, we gotta we gotta keep people on the same page here. We gotta address yeah. this. Yeah. We gotta do something. And there could be other like high executives, right? That are giving you this pressure. So it's not just like random. Or they could like, be disagreeing. And you have, and you have, like we, yeah, again, we we have to come to some sort of consensus on what to do. Yeah, and that is that's a tough situation to be in. Very hard. And not only are you working with, both, you know, people internally at Nintendo, you're also working with people internally at the Pokemon Company, and we talked to this. I talked to this a little bit as well. Like bridging the gap between the two companies is very challenging, even in the best of times. Tbh. So. There was some dicey moments. Right. Um, so, I mean, this is going to be like all-time, like, awkward meeting time. So, yeah. yeah. So that that's why I think the statement exists because it's such a, like, we are very mad and we're going to passive, passively aggressively, like, come up with this thing. It's just kind of ridiculous. So I continue to think that they're not going to do anything no. with Pal World, especially now that the game is out. Right. Their, their chance was before it came out, honestly. Yeah. It's just too hard to unwind that now. But I think an underrated part of this that I don't see too many people saying is you need to make it clear that that was not okay. And if it happens again, like we're going to be all then, over it. like the full like, force don't, of the law. Like don't have every like, oh, so we can just rip off Pokemon now? Yeah, let's do that. Like you need to send a message like 
Nope. Somehow this one slipped through. You better believe the other ones won't. Yeah, that's Peep true. Yeah. Shady game developers of the world. This is like that, like, fool me once. Yes. Shame on me. Exactly. Fool me twice. Right. Yeah. You cannot have this become this huge copycat trend where just people just right. stealing stealing your designs and stuff. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah, no, I think I think so. I, th I think whatever they're doing from a legal perspective will be really focused on that, sort of like the... Not taking down this thing currently, but more so like what are we doing for the future so that one, we don't allow this to happen again. And two, people are, you know, scared, uh -huh. <laughs> frankly, to have something like this again because we will sue them. Right. And, and and really take them down. So so yeah. Anyways, we continue to play Pal World and are quite enjoying yes, it. But, the world of Pal yeah. World continues to be hilarious. We love it. <laughs> yes. Well, oh boy, the, the news section really delivered this week. Um, <laughs> next. I love this photo. Mr. Onuma was spotted at Super Nintendo World. <laughs> Look at this cute little hard hat. And the path to this was quite interesting. So Universal Studios posted a video for, do you, what is Epic Universe? Do you know what that is? No, I'm not it. So something pertaining to Universal Studios. They, they posted this video that included some behind-the-scenes footage of you know stuff getting made, mm -hmm. and uh, an intrepid viewer. Somebody somebody spotted Gartooth spotted this in our Discord yeah. before it became a thing. Yeah. He was like, "Hey, can somebody give me a reality check on what I'm seeing here?" Yeah. He's like, "Am I like? Is this like an oasis situation? <laughs> yeah. I'm like seeing like a mirage." <laughs> right. And he's like, "Here's the frame," and he's like, "Yeah, that's, that's him. That's Aonuma, and that's and Miyamoto. Miyamoto. Yeah. It's got the most interesting looks on their faces. They look stunned. <laughs> Maybe they're like, "This is beautiful. Wow." You know. They look like they they look like little um, Gorons. You know, like with the little hard hats on. Yeah. Like the, it's so cute. <laughs> and I, this guy, I can't get a good enough look at his face, but I'm like, who is that? Oh, that's not, that's, um, oh my gosh. Can you tell? I can't, it's, it's too unclear who that could be. But I, I really wanted to I know, know like, him. who else was in this entourage. Because it's I certainly not him. just the two of them. You know him, great. But I don't know what his name is now, right now. Okay. Okay, I gotta think about this. Um, so what does this mean? Is this just a random coincidence? Was he on a field trip to see, <laughs> you know, what dad would daddy br bring your kid to work day for Miyamoto? Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, <what? laughs> look at the nah, cool stuff I'm doing here. There's gotta be something. And when going would this on have here. happened? Also, so when would when would these two have potentially been out together? Is my other question. So Miyamoto came for Aonuma the... came for the Game Awards, but Miyamoto did not. Yep. Unless he met him there afterwards. Afterwards, which is weird. Uh, Aonuma was also in New York for the Tears of the Kingdom launch, which was in right. May. Right, so that was a while ago. Um, this, is, this is Florida. Florida. So, but I, I have he to imagine... I feel like Miyamoto's making pretty frequent trips, trips out. Yeah. out. Donkey Kong World is going to open soon. So, so who knows? Be, I mean, it could have yeah. just been... One of those random trips. He's like, right. yeah, come, come with me. Or it would have made yeah. sense to tack it on. If he too. was, it was he was maybe he was around there in May, and then he went then. Yeah, that could yeah. make that could make sense. Because he was in New York in May, so he might have, might might have gone right. down to Florida um, after that. Because Miyamoto was here in March. We saw him in March last year, and that would that would have been around yeah. that Mario opening movie opening. Right, right. But right. I, I think you're right. I think it's probably at more more so his like. He was going, and maybe Anuma came down to see it, to see something. Yeah. I mean, you gotta you gotta think like they have to be thinking about this, you know. And I do think that there is this 
sort of like success formula that they've they've created now where they launched the Mario movie and Super Nintendo World in the same year. It became this both things became this huge hit. They really like delivered on their company, you know, the one very important pillar of the Nintendo business, which is like expanding the audience, get people into the Nintendo universe through not just video games. And then they did that very well um, with the Mario movie and the uh, Universal, you know, Super Nintendo world. So he's got to be thinking about doing the same thing when the Zelda movie comes out, you know, that's sort of repeating that formula um, and having that be anchored in that Zelda movie, you know, hitting a, a new audience and then having this potential theme park expansion. You know, I, I think they've got to be thinking about that. Yeah, and Nintendo is not the type of company to just send him off to to, to see a thing for yeah. no reason if he did not have... Mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't think it's like a smoking gun that, yes, the Zelda world is coming, but it could right. just be like, hey, like here's where it potentially could go, and here yeah. we're, like, we're pitching you on this big idea. Right, right. So it may be potentially further out, but... Yeah, that, that movie's going to be like five years yeah, out, that, that movie's minimum. quite far out. So they could be thinking about, like, in five years... Plus, right. it does. what could this and look the, I mean, like? these things take forever to, to, build, to make do. and, yeah, and get, get ready. So yeah. I, I do think that it does indicate that there is some conversation about this that has happened. Yeah. You know what's really funny is the background of these look like Triforces. Oh, you're right. Isn't that weird? Wow. Huh. Anyways... The, the conspiracy theories <laughs> continue in this podcast. Not this is hilarious. This is not conspiracy This theories. was in a video that Universal put out. Can you imagine how mad Nintendo was? Like, they took it down, obviously, but it was, like, obviously too late, you it's know? Amazing. So funny. You All right. You can't make this stuff up, honestly. Next, we cannot stop. Uh, Bloomberg oh, has yes. put out a report saying that the Switch 2 will be out this year right. with an 8-inch LCD screen. Uh, I think they sourced this from a Japanese analyst, but, oh, oh. but yeah, like Bloomberg has uh, quite a history with Nintendo in terms of rumors and whether those are sourced appropriately or not. Obviously, they were the ones who were so heavy on the, on the Switch Pro, yeah. which um, ended up being a fat L for them, but this is a very notable and reputable uh, news outlet to, yeah. to report on this, and... The point about the LCD, I think, is something that we've talked about right. previously, where it's not what people want. Obviously, you have an OLED in the Switch now, mm-hmm. but it is a way to save money. It is. And with a console launch, they have a number in mind that they cannot go over. It's three ninety. It's like your budget when you go to Vegas. It's like, I'm not going over this number. <laughs> Sometimes you go over that I number. Go over that number. <laughs> You're like, forget the number. I'm like, what was the number yeah. again? Nintendo, I'm like, at though, the craps table. <laughs> they are sticking to that number. So if, if, if that means... Doing something like an LCD screen, like I think mm-hmm. they do that because it's like, hey, yeah. we'll say the Switch to OLED in two to three years, and right. you're, you're going to love it. It's going to look know. great. Oh, yeah, yeah, that could happen. The, it's a larger screen. There's a lot of comparisons around like how much bigger it is. That's kind. Of, it's kind of significantly bigger. It, you think that the and numbers are? It is. It like. It's like it how do you make the room for that and not make this thing ginormous? I know. I'm scared for my baby hands. Yeah. I'm going to have a problem with it. Yeah, at first I was like, oh, cool. The screen will be a little bit bigger. And then I was like, maybe that's too big. Yeah. I don't know if we need it to be that big. Right, right. I mean, the screen I don't find right now to be that small even. I I mean, the one that I I think it's fine now, but yeah. yeah. Who knows? I mean, maybe it's one of those things where if you see it, you'll be like, oh, how did I ever... 
live without this? Live with this before. That's true. It was like when we went from 3DS to um, DSXL. That was really amazing. That was amazing. like a mind that was, that was really you amazing. Like, my yeah. eyes. Wow. <laughs> I can see it now. I can see things. Yeah. 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 The other thing that was um, in the story that I thought was interesting was they... The same analyst said that they had ordered like 10, 12 million of these or something mm -hmm. like that as, you know, an encouraging thing for it to be like, this This will be available, people yeah. can buy it, hopefully we'll combat some of the scalper stuff. We continue no, to be nervous about it, it but that is a, that's a significant amount at least. Um, um Yeah. You don't feel Maybe? like Maybe. No, I, I just feel like there's no, I, I have such a gloom and doom feel about yeah. the launch of just like, it's going to be a disaster and no matter how many mm -hmm. they make, Maybe. it's going to be tight. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah. But it's not like they're making like four. Right. So that's But this, I mean, all, all of the content of this report seems reasonable to me. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. 100% reasonable. But I was a little disappointed because, you know, I'm a Switch handheld player mostly uh... and I was a little bit sad that it won't be the OLED because that, that is really... A really beautiful display. Um, but a lot of people have said, like, there's so many things you can do. I don't know the technical stuff at all, but so many of my friends that are very tech, tech savvy have said, there's a lot of things you can do with LCD to make it look as good, like, not yeah. as, as good as an OLED. Like, yeah. you won't get, like, the inkiness of an OLED, but you still get, like, you know, you still get almost all the way there. I mean... I can see that. The, the system will be, like, an OLED screen is backlit inherently, right. so that can cause... It to just feel a little bit like different, but you can get most of the way there with an LCD. So I don't know. Who yeah. knows? We'll see. Uh, lastly, is this our last story? This is a sad story. I think it's frozen. We get oh. yours. Um, big round of Xbox layoffs last week, which uh, over 1,900 jobs were cut across Xbox, Bethesda, Activision, Blizzard, and King. Yeah. Um, and done in a really seemingly disorganized way where the news hit before people knew their status and it was just a real rough day for a lot of people finding out or, you know, having that survivor's guilt, which is definitely a thing oh. where people you, you know and like and worked with are let go, but you get to stay. And it's just, I mean, every every week there's at least one of these stories. As, as we're recording this today, there was... Um, the uh, Embracer, you know, uh, did their thing and they laid, laid off a bunch more people. Yeah, it's not even the end of January yet. And like every week has been some, you know, ridiculous story about layoffs. And yeah, it's it's just such an unfortunate thing to see. And it's hard to like grapple with why because a lot of these industry, a lot of these companies are profitable. They're making money. This one hurts because... I think there was hope that Xbox could buck the trend of right. these acquisitions where totally. they, they drop the, quote, redundant people. Right. And if there was ever any company to financially be able to live with it mm -hmm. or find ways to reshuffle the organization to find new roles for these people yeah. and maybe take a bit of a financial hit while that happened... It's them. Like now, now Microsoft is like back to being neck and neck with Apple of like the, the biggest and most financially successful company in the world. Mm -hmm. So it's not like like oh my gosh, we're not we're we're gonna go out of business if we can't do this. Right, right, exactly. And it also and yet they still had to. Right. It also hurts because you know to. Phil Spencer's had a very like for the people, like we love our fans, we love our developers, we love everybody kind of message, and this is very much in the face of that. 
And this, I mean, the ink is barely dry on, on the acquisition. The acquisition. Yeah. So I wonder, like, did they even think about scenarios to make this work? Or was this just always the plan? Of like, yeah, we're going to cut it by X percent uh, once, once this happens. We're going to have everybody send in their lists of who they want to keep and who they want to let go. Because that's, that's how it that's, goes. That feels that feels. It's icky. so soon. It feels so icky. That's where my mind went was like they didn't even give this a fair shake. They, they, this was always the plan. Yeah. Or like, you know, they didn't, they, maybe they didn't try some of the other methods um, where, you know, you find other roles for people right. within the company. Like if developers are redundant, like maybe like make a new studio out of those people. They're all very talented and can do a lot of things. Right. I mean, with this many people are like, I just, I just can't believe that they couldn't have found roles like a solution and a role. in, in, in a group yeah. this big now that has this many needs mm -hmm. and needs this much support. Like they couldn't have found a way to make that work. Yeah. And I they, just don't get it. And they have such a huge year this year with so many, right. supposedly so many games coming out. Like I'm just shocked that they would need to reduce you right, know. and obviously you had the billions of dollars to do the acquisition in the first place, so... That doesn't feel good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. This is totally that thing that we were talking about last year with layoffs, where, like, one person did it. Right. And now it become, it's becoming, unfortunately, well, now we're, like, very weirdly acceptable. But now we're, like, a year plus into this whole just, you know, snowball effect. Yeah, and but it's, like, the more it happens the more people are like, oh, another layoff. Right. And you start to get desensitized to it, and you shouldn't because it's terrible, and there, there's got to be a better solution out there. Right. You know? And, of course, every time this happens, if it's a public company, the stock goes up. So they're getting rewarded, in a sense, yeah. for, for doing these things. Exactly. So, yeah, this one this one stung uh, a little bit more than some of the others because of the position that Xbox so is in and, and the message that they have been trying to put out there. Right. So it felt... Like very opposite it felt, of it that. felt like that messaging had been disingenuous and it was like, well, this is how we really operate. Exactly. So that's really unfortunate. Right. Yeah. So I feel for people. That must be such a just stressful. Look forward to next week's layoff news oh, in the next podcast. No, <laughs> I don't like it. Poor thing. Don't you love an extra hundred dollars in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Right. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you pick what we do next. Would you rather do our story time? Would I rather? Or our never a minute segment? Oh boy! What would you like to do next? Let's do our never a minute segment first because I'm just excited okay. to look at these right. pictures. So, yeah, look at this. Look at some pretty pictures. So this is the Pal World Pokemon ripoff tier list. Welcome everybody. <laughs> we are going to be ranking the most egregious design ripoffs in Pal World as they relate to Pokemon, uh, like a proper tier list. We've got about like. A dozen or so yes. comparisons. We're going to do the ranking S, A, B, C. Maybe we just go S through D. Yeah, S through D. Is so good. S means it's like the most. You're going. You're going to jail. You rip this off so hardcore. You're going to jail. Yeah. And D is like, oh, maybe this maybe is maybe this is a coincidence. Little, yeah, it's not a coincidence. Maybe yeah. Yeah, maybe. I'll and let it. Or it's, you tried a little bit harder to right. make it not a ripoff. Right, you tried a little bit. Yeah. Um, and again. 
going through this <laughs> was such a I can't believe this moment for me. Yeah. Because again, we've been playing this game, but seeing so many of them side by and, there, and some of these were, were like I'm not far enough in the game to have seen all of these. Right. It's like it just keeps going. Yeah. Some of these are are when you see them compared like this, it truly is like yeah. a little bit mind blowing. Okay. Let's start with a, a, a pal that we you see very early on the game. This is yes. Pokemon Wooloo versus Lamball. Lamball. In this picture, Lamball has a, has a the gun, machine gun. The giant machine gun, which, which I is like. Which incredible. Looking very tough, while Wooloo yeah. is looking innocent as a lamb. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, Thoughts on this? I mean, it's, it, it is one of those things that's like, well, it's a, it's, a, it's, a she, it's a lamb. Yeah. Which is something you find in the real world, um, although they're very similar, I think because it could just be like, this is just a lamb, maybe an A. Oh, an A. It's pretty, it's, it's pretty identical. But my point I, is that it's not an S because you. No, I, I would I would say this is lower than an A. Oh because, really? I mean I don't think the po the Pokemon design is that unique either. That's what I'm like, saying. Like it's just kind yeah. of a fluffy. It's a fluffy. It's lamp. a fluffy thing, and that's another fluffy thing. It's not like some of these other ones where it's like oh we created this unique creature. Okay. So I would say that's like maybe a B? Like, like a B or even a C. Let's go. B. Fine, we'll, we'll go B. Are we gonna get anything lower than a B? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know. Yeah, Next. but I agree. I think that oh. because it's just like something you find in the real world, it's like we're just, we're both drawing lambs, you know? Right. There's there's nothing that, that crazily stands out to me with Wooloo other than yeah. it's like it's a, it's a round sheep It thing. has a ponytail, like a hair thing. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Our next one, though. Oh, boy. This one. Fan favorite Lucario versus Anubis. Mm. And I have seen Anubis in statue form. You can yeah. put up those statues of Anubis in Pal World. I've not seen proper Anubis. Um, th this is this either this one, is either an S or an A. <laughs> this has got to be real high because yeah, this this is one where it's like it is a very unique design. It, it's like this sort of you know this the way that it stands, it's got and the, the way same that it expression moves, on its face, the expression, even the colorway is very yeah, similar. Yeah. It's got to be an, a, an S, S. I think. Yeah, I'm I'm down with that. Oh my gosh, poor Lucario. <laughs> Anubis, Anub, Anubis is very like I mean, this is just Egyptian. Like, this is like the palette swap Lucario, is, is all it is. They were going what they were going for in Power World with Anubis is like the, the Egyptian well, god, right? That's what they want you to think they with the name. They want you to think that. But also with the little collar that they put on that looks very yeah. Egyptian. Yeah. But I mean, it's pretty egregious. It's not enough. Okay. Next. We have Galarian Meowth, not just regular Meowth, okay. mind you, versus Grintail. Oh my God! Grintail. So the eyes and the smile, teeth, very Cheshire are cat. basically exact. Even like look at those little ovals in the eye, mm -hmm. exactly the same. Everything else, though, it is a cat, but it's a different kind of cat. It's it has the color of original Meowth, though, which is kind of funny, right? Isn't original Meowth like a beigey gray color like that? Which one are you looking at now? That's the Pokemon. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I don't know. It's it's on four legs versus two. Two. Yeah. Uh, it's got different kinds of ears. It's got this weird tail that kind of splits in half. Mm-hmm. I mean, those the the eyes and the mouth the are, and the are mouth. really bad, but everything else. Is not that it's, bad. It's, it could be, it could be worse. The so. eyes and the mouth they could both be caught. Both Pal World and Pokemon could be co copying from the Cheshire Cat right. from Alice in Wonderland. So is this a B? Maybe a C. C. Okay. Yeah. Yes, I'm glad we have a C. I think 
this is not Because it's only going to get worse. Okay, this okay, one. Okay, next. <laughs> we have Decidueye This one, though. Versus Robin Quill. <laughs> Somebody's going to jail for this. That's all I have to say. Somebody's going straight to jail. Look at this. Come on. This is so bad. Okay, the colors are exactly the same. They have bows and arrows. Bows and arrows. The is, name Robin Quill is an indicator of a bow and arrow. Yes. Uh, a bird with a bow and arrow. And Decidueye is also an indication of a bird with a bow and arrow. Oh, my God. This cannot happen. This kind of pattern that's on this wing mm -hmm. is on the back of its head. Yeah. They're both wearing the cape that's the exact same color. Right. The kind of bigger the head, feet, the, the head, head shape. shape. Yes. Come on. Even the way that they're holding the bow. Come on. Come on. Oh, I see. This is the wing is part of the bow. I, I Oh, sure, sure. Fine. Yeah. Fine. Come on. S. That's an S. Okay, but this one. Though. Next. <laughs> Maybe another S. Pokemon Xerneas versus, I don't know how you say this one. Ecti. Ectherdeer? Ectherdeer? I don't know. Oh. The name yeah. doesn't matter because it's You see this pal pretty early on as well. Yeah. Um, obviously, Xerneas is like a legendary Pokemon, right. so you don't see, you know, yeah, it's yeah. hard to come by, but um, yeah, it's pretty similar. I mean, this was the first thing I thought. I was like, oh, oh it's it's, like, it's Xerneas. there's Xerneas out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, what is, I, I think it's, the, you know, the kind of colored horn business. Yeah, yeah. But, but then again, this is, a, this is like the lamb, the lamb ball situation, mm. the Wooloo situation where it's just the deer with antlers. I mean, there is there there is more unique stuff like this this kind of like tuft that's sticking out of the neck. Okay. Um, the kind of like sword colors on the legs. Yeah, I, I would mean, say from the, from the head down, it doesn't look that similar. It's not that similar. Right. But and again, it, you can argue that it's just all of them are just exaggerated deers. It is also very big, though. Yes. Like bigger than a normal deer would be, which mm -hmm. is like uh, along the lines of a legendary Pokemon. Yeah, it is very big. I'm gonna say A. Because I think there's I a... I think B. Oh, a B. Okay. Yeah, I can, I'm fine with that. I think, I think again, when, when it's just like this a is, real animal... This is one where the more you look at it, it's like, mm, maybe there's fewer similarities than yeah. I thought. Next, though. <laughs> <laughs> Cobalion versus Fenglope. I mean, this is, this is a high okay. tier. This is yeah. a high level S. <laughs> I mean... This is yeah, this is a This is an S. It's beyond the facial expressions, everything else about this is like pretty... One to one yeah. colors, this little cloudy, hairy, right. furry tuft. The like white stuff on the feet. Yep. Um, um, the uh, antlers. The texture on the antlers mm -hmm. is the same. The expression. The little gray kind of thing in the middle of the antlers. Yeah. The little gray nose. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Come on. Come on. Come on. You, you could get away with this. Make it red. Why not just make it red? <laughs> I don't know. Next up, <laughs> Superior versus Azurobe. So a big difference here is the coloring, and the Azurobe seems to have some sort of a like hat type yeah. thing on it. But beyond that, the shape <clears throat> though, and then the design. It's just and the, like, I mean the face, the, the expression. Face. That's, I mean that's that's a that's a snivy Superior mm -hmm. evolution. And face. even like the 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 like the flow of the. Collar and the I mean the direction, the of, direction the snake of the tail. snake tail. Yeah. yeah. This is a. I think this is an a. a. Yeah. Don't let the colorway fool you. No. Because it's the same thing. <laughs> oh, no. Oops. This is uh, 
Scorpion and, and, and Sub-Zero in old Mortal Kombat. Oh my gosh. <laughs> they just changed the colors. They just changed the color, yeah. yeah. Speaking of. <laughs> okay, this one. Verdash versus Cinderace. My, one of my starters, my score bunny has been ripped off into this Man. thing, this, this other little thing. <laughs> this is bad, it. this is real bad. Oh boy, yeah. This is just a palette swap. This is a palette this is swap. A, this is a pure palette yeah. swap. The feet. When you look at the feet, yeah, it's the got big, the bunny the big feet, feet, the bunny ears, the different colored tuft mm -hmm. in the middle of the head, the ears, the little yeah. outfit, the little arms too, the the kind of yeah, they're wearing like the little pants, like the little pedal pusher right. like pants. The emphasis on like being fast and like energetic, like yeah, that's Ver Dash and Cinder Race. Yeah, one is green plus a fast thing, and one is yeah fire plus. Are you kidding me? Is this an S or an A? This is an A. This is an A. Gosh. Okay. Next. Oh, this one. Evie versus, is it Kremis? Kremis? I don't Kremis? know. So I think actually the Evie that this is closest to is the, um, what do they call it? The the big one, the big Evie. What's it the, called? The Mega Evolution, gig Gigantic. Gar whatever. Yes. Giganamax. Giganamax. Whatever that whatever. is, yes. Giga Giga Gigamax? Gigamax? Whatever they Gigamax. call it. Gigamax. Gigamax. Whatever they call that, I don't know. But... I mean, the face uh, is the exactly face is the just same. lifted off. <laughs> I mean, the, the I mean, maybe I'll, remember there's the Pokemon all creamy. Maybe that's what they were trying to do, where it's like it's it's like in like whipped cream. It's like a cloudy. It's like cloudy. A, it's in a whipped yeah, cream. Yeah, okay. But I mean, size wise, this looks to be about the size it's of like an Eevee. Like yeah. you get these the pretty, ears. The ears are the very ears are very similar. similar. It doesn't have the little fox tail. No. An Eevee is basically like a fox, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they lifted Eevee from a fox. So this is one of those situations where, like, okay, but it's it looks like a real animal. Yeah. B. Yeah, I think it's a B. B. So next is an interesting one because now we're we're mashing up even more than just Pokemon. So um, Pokemon Electabuzz and Grizzbolt um, plus Totoro is oh, Totoro. is what is what we have here. Yes, Totoro. Totoro. It's a Totoro face. It's a Totoro face it's and a, ears. Right, right. But the markings of Electabuzz, kind of the body proportions yes, of an Electabuzz. Exactly. All the powers. <laughs> exactly. Obviously, obviously. Obviously. Yes. Oh man, this is pretty bad. So this is like a double mashup of, of ripping off. Yeah, I think it's an S. I mean, this is an ridiculous. S. An S of, of, of Totoro and Electabuzz. Yeah. 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 I mean, it is. You put. You can silhouette Totoro yeah, right you, if over. You, if, you, if we had a Totoro image. Grizzbolt. <laughs> Again, the naming too. The naming S. is very, yeah. very bad. It's very copycat. Yeah. Okay. okay this one is this not one, okay. This one is like S plus. Grookey this versus Pansy. This cannot happen. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> the color is the same. The face. It's the same thing. Everything is the same. S, S plus. S plus. I will say that Tansy is very um, is is very useful on the, oh. in the base. I have okay. many Tansies. Oh really? They they have a, they can they can do a lot of um, different things. Yeah. So yes. So it's very cute and very useful. Oh my gosh, this next one. Oh, the Gyarados. Gyarados versus Jormantide. So I think the name for this, they're, they're pulling off of the, the World Servant, Jorgenmonder, yeah, yeah, from uh, Norse mythology, but, uh, but that's but, not but, the but, only but, thing but, they but, ripped but, off. But, but, It's Gyarados. Well, Gyarados is just a dragon. <laughs> no. Yes. No, I mean, look at the, look at the shape of this thing. 
Look at the, the big head, the, the segmented body. But the, again, that's not as egregious as, as Grookey versus Tansy, though. Gyarados, again, is just like, an, a, like a typical right, dragon. A. Fine, A. B. B? B. We have to be... The colors? B. Look at the colors. Fine, A. Fine, a. fine, It's, fine, it's fine, gotta fine, be. Fine, fine. fine. But you know what I'm saying, right? It's like a dra everyone can draw a dragon, and, and it just looks like mm. a Gyarados. I think Gyarados has, I mean, it's not a, like a wooloo, like, yeah, that's, this is not an animal that exists in real life. But it's an animal that's very, not an animal, it's a creature that's very, like, prevalent in all cultures, mythologies, and fairy tales. Like, everybody has a dragon. Like, you look at Breath of the Wild, like, the, the blue dragon in Breath of the Wild, it kind of looks like a Gyarados, too. So, we'll, we'll, keep, we'll keep it at You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just a dragon. All right, last one. <laughs> Latios versus Jetragon. <laughs> no. Don't make it mechanical and tell us it's different. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Oh yeah, my god. It's the same thing. I mean, I, can't, I don't. Um, well, so what is different? So this one actually does not have wings. It's got this little contraption. Mm -hmm. it, the it... tail is a little bit different. Sure. But the shape of the head and the, face, the proportion, the eyes. Of the eye, yes. Yeah, all of it is the same. It's 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 an S. <laughs> wow. Oh my goodness. So how many S's do we have? One, One two, two, three, oh God, four, five, six. So basically half of these were S's and one of those was an S plus. <laughs> so the S plus was which one? The S plus? Tansy and, and uh, Tansy and what's his face? More than Cobalion versus Fenglope? Yeah. Man. But look at it. Groupie yeah. and Tansy. This yeah. is not Hon okay. I mean, honestly, it was hard to narrow it down to just these dozen. Like, I could have, I could, we could have done this segment for like a whole podcast with every <laughs> single one <laughs> and debated it. Like, it is so bad in some places. Uh, I can't believe it. No. They didn't have to do this. Well, they didn't have they did. to. Because the gameplay is They're good. They're going to get off scot-free. The gameplay is so, is so fun Scott that you didn't need to copy the Pokemon free. design. No one cared about those. <laughs> Could have just done your own thing. Ah, uh, so unfortunate. Uh, wow. All right. Well, that was illuminating. That was a palate cleanser because you were talking about some serious stuff. And yeah. I needed a laugh before I go into the next thing. You know what I mean? That's a good palate cleanser. It's true. Wow. That was great. Okay. All right. Our Nintendo story time is a Nintendo Minute story. That happened in, this was what, 2018? It was. Uh, Nintendo Minute gets whacked by the YouTube algorithm and almost gets canceled. Yeah. Yeah, we were so, dicey times right. in so, 2018. I think we, we talk a lot about, you know, now that we are full-time creators, with so much of our work being on YouTube, we are often at the whims of the YouTube algorithm, which yes. is this shadowy behind-the-scenes thing that YouTube has, which kind of dictates what of your content gets sent out to more people than others. Mm -hmm. And there are people who have made a career out of being YouTube algorithm experts, experts yep. who will tell you what you should do to get the algorithm in your favor. But it, it's very much like a shadowy thing that they're constantly tweaking and changing. So yeah, exactly. it's, it can honestly be very hard to have so much of your work be at the mercy of something like that, that is yeah. out of your control. And frankly, that's why Something like Patreon is, is a very popular option for creators because it's like, there's no algorithms. It's like, if I make something, 
they're going to see it if I send it to my people. They're going to yeah, see it. Yeah, and that, that's the community that's most supportive of you. So right. you, you do need them. Right. I mean, um, we, we had an episode about a month ago that something didn't click with the algorithm. Oh, my God. And I had a breakdown that day. It, it, it's completely unexplainable for reasons beyond just the algorithm hated this episode. And it's it's it tanked. It tanked. It was like our worst performing episode in prob- two years, probably ever. ever. And but it was a good topic, right? There is there was nothing d- that we did differently that would have been like, oh yeah, this one was a dog. I I, I could not believe that. Right. When, when and then I, and I then the next like, week we were back to normal. I was in so much shock. I was like, <laughs> you were destroyed. I was unable <laughs> to. Like, it's over. To go on with my life. That it's all day. over. It's I all over. I just sat in a dark room like. This is it. Right. This is but I think, I think um, you know, you had the appropriate fear of that because of what we went through with this. Yeah, where was really scary. There was a stretch of well over a month where Nintendo Minute was really getting hurt by the algorithm. Yeah. And it was looking bad. It was looking bad. And, and to set the stage a little bit, we had talked about this before. Like, we really felt like Nintendo Minute sort of, quote unquote, took off right. after Switch launched in 2017. And it took off in a lot of different ways. Like, yes, we were getting higher viewership, but we also had a lot more resources that the company gave us, including a production team and new editors and just people to help keep the show going. So when this happened in 2018, it was really scary because before when we were just like kind of under the radar, um, making Nintendo Minute with just you, me, and producer Stephanie. Like, it was easier to, like, hide. Not hide, but, like, to, like, ride out a bad wave or something like that. But it's really hard because the show was getting a lot of scrutiny because, obviously, the company's going to not want to put a lot of yeah. resources into something that is not performing. So, yeah, we were we were getting pretty nervous. And um, it was, like, the, su- the, like the summer of no, 2018. It was, su- it, was, it was leading up to Comic-Con 2018 yeah. because we had been working on a video for Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, mm-hmm. which, and again, like, this was, like, peak Marvel movies. Like, yeah. um, like nothing was bigger in the world in entertainment. Like, this game looked great. People were excited about yeah. this game. For this video, we had brought in two other creators. Two other like really like big pretty creators. pretty big name creators. So we had yeah. Strawberry Seventeen and Matt Robb, who was with Smosh um, yeah. back then, and we were going to do like kind of four player gameplay with this game that wasn't out yet. So we had exclusive gameplay. Mm-hmm. Like this was a really promising episode. For yeah, us. And we like, we like we had a, we sunk a lot of resources into that. We yeah. flew them into. The Rebel right. City office, you know, it was a lot, there was like money like, right. that we had. So going into it, we were like, oh, this, this episode is going to do great. And we did it and it was a very, you know, we thought a good episode and we were happy with how it turned out. But when we put it out, it was basically what, I, what we were saying happened where it was like pfft, totally bottom of the barrel, yeah. no traction from minute one. It was bad. And it was like, oh no, <clears throat> yeah. what, what's happening here? Yeah, and it was weird to us, too, because not only we, we had gone into this thinking, like, oh, this is going to be great. We'll have, like, expanded reach because all of these the, these two creators that we brought in will share it with their audience, right. and they did. Um, and we'll we'll be able to, like, even, like, maybe get new people to watch Nintendo Minute. This is such a broad IP with Marvel. Like, it's going to be even better than our normal episodes. I think that's what our mentality was. Right. And it was, like, the opposite. So I really, like... It was like very jarring. It was a shock, yeah. It really was. And yeah, so that happened and we were like very shell shocked from that. And it was, and it's like one of those things too where 
We did have a huge safety net that we don't have now because the Nintendo YouTube channel had a huge following. Right. So if you underperformed there with, you know, more than however million subscribers, then it really does hurt because you're like, wow, like we already have all these subscribers. We're giving them like exclusive gameplay and that's not even popping. Like Mm -hmm. that's pretty bad. Versus yeah. now, it's like obviously it, we have a different situation now. Right. So there, channel, there was but... good and, and bad that came from that. Like the, the good was obviously you had this built-in audience. Yeah. The bad was like when something like this happened, it was hard to get at the root of like the data because yeah. YouTube's great about giving you a lot of data, mm-hmm. but with the channel having so much other stuff on it, it's it's like hard to separate like well, what is pertaining to this particular thing and what is pertaining to like who knows maybe we posted a tra- like some random trailer two days ago that, that impacted tanked. the yeah. direction of of everything to come and and that is that is like kind of a real thing on YouTube is like the momentum of your stuff will sometimes impact the mm-hmm. next thing that you post. Now we're very like protective of the podcast. We're like, don't ever post anything. Right. Well, we will never like move the time of, of this podcast coming out. Yeah. Um, because we're like so because we have a good we have a good thing it. going with yeah. it and and you know we want to keep that that going so that was really a big shock and surprise um this was also heading into san diego comic-con where they we were showing the game even more so we were just a little bit like confused and worried mm-hmm. yeah of like huh <clears throat> that's a different yeah what does that mean and we're like well maybe it's just a blip um who knows and then at Comic-Con, we filmed another video that was sort of a fan-focused trivia thing called No Yo Nintendo, which we had done a couple of those um, yeah. around that time. And, you know, those, those were pretty fun. It's always good to get something that, you know, had fan interaction. It was like... And this was like out of the studio, like on site. Right. It was like, do, do, do Nintendo fans know these facts? And we would sort of like bet on who did or, or didn't know it. Right. And that one mm-hmm. tanked. Badly. Really bad. Even worse than the other one. Worse than the other one. Worse than the other one. So now we're like doubly concerned. Because it's like, oh, this is this is becoming a trend now that we have two weeks. And I will say, like, that is the other thing that is great about this is like you always have another video to reverse your fortunes. Yeah. But in this case, we had one video a week. So it's a long it's a long wait to get the next one out and like put all your hopes into that of like, yes. It's true. Things are going to get better now, and the video goes live, and it, oh, another week another to week. try and you try and learn from that. You try and you know find what is the takeaway. Yeah, but you just don't know. You don't know. You, and it, it's yeah. it's frustrating, and it's like it drives it can drive you like insane, right? Because you're just like could it be this, could it be that, could it be, and you're just there's a, all these little factors that could come into play. That is you, it me? No, I mean me. Yeah, no, everybody by, has that thought. by me, I mean you. Oh, no, it's me. It's you. Sometimes we call people YouTube poison. Like, <laughs> yes. there, there's some guests. We did, we did have some guests. guests. Not here, not on the show. No, uh, no, on, no, no, no. On Nintendo no, no. Minute, we yeah. called YouTube poison because it was like. It was like, we, they can never come on again. Yeah, they're they're banned. <laughs> <laughs> Our guests that have come onto the podcast are YouTube, like, gold. Gold. So, yes. we're, we're good there. Um, okay, so then we keep, we continue on week right. three. Week so, three. So I think at this point we're like, well, let's let's just do something completely different that we've never done before. Let's mm-hmm. try and shake, off, shake it off, shake off any cobwebs yeah. or dust. Like if people, maybe people just want to see something fresh and new. So we did this one where we wear a blindfold <laughs> and like reach into a box and like try and identify a Nintendo object just by feel alone. Yeah, and. Once again, we can't say, like, gosh, that's a good video. That was a fun video. It was fun, yeah. It's really unique idea. And like just like 
fun to watch. Right. Yeah. I have seen I have seen other people do that idea, and it's it's always a, a fun mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. Mystery box. Yeah. Right. That's a very common format. Right. For a lot of YouTubers. So. Also, completely tanks. tanks. So now we have three in a row. Could say strike three, strike one, two, three. <laughs> it's not going well. Oh no! So the other thing that kind of factored into this also is, you know, we would always do um, a report on our team. Yes, the, the what's hot, what's... Well, the, or, uh, the tops and bottoms. Top, tops and, tops and bottoms. bottoms. Tops and bottoms. So That's every week we would talk about in everything that Nintendo posted oh. on social media, and this was yeah. in our big like in-person team meeting, like what was the best performing thing and what was the worst performing thing. And we were starting to appear at the bottom of like everything that was posted this thing did That's right. the worst. I remember that. It was like Which, a shame. It was shameful. I, I I felt so at that point I was leading the team. I think it may have led some people to feel uncomfortable because it's like, if, am I gonna get in trouble if I put my boss's face in this thumbnail in the low you you boss are the lowest performing thing on the whole channel? And I went out of my way to be like, hey, this is the content. You can't lie, you can't argue with the numbers. The numbers are what they are. This is the bottom, yeah. but let's talk about it. It's fine. Yeah. So yeah. But it is, it's it's weird because then you like sort of have to like dance around it a the, little bit. The person bit. sitting there. Uh, <laughs> uh. This is where we started to get a little worried though because it's like, well. Because that, that, that report fed into a bigger report yes. that got sent out to a lot of people. A lot. And, and, that, was like based Reggie, on, and that was based like, on the whole month. Yeah. So if you had something that was like worst in a month, like that could get somebody's attention and start like, what's, well, why, what's, why, why are we still doing what, this? What's thing? going on? What's going yeah. on here? Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I tell, tell me more about these struggles that you're having. Yeah. So <laughs> there was a lot of urgency there felt. Was, we got we got turn turn us around to turn to turn this around. Okay, so now we're into like August. This is August. Right now, now we're into August. Uh, we we so there's always hope in the next video. <laughs> so we're like, all right, back to school. We have done seasonal opportunity. We have done back to school videos before. Uh, sometimes they have the potential to do really well. Mm -hmm. We had a cool idea about having one of our friends and creators gone to Chris on to do some DIYs for Again, back to school. Again, very different feeling than right. a typical gameplay video. Right. We're just trying to we, see what is going to stick. We had her on before. She did the custom amiibo. People loved that. That was a, that was a video that did great. So yes. again, like optimistic. It's all going to be fine Tanks. once we do this video. Thanks. <laughs> Tanks. Absolute turd. Not the video. The no. video was lovely, and we still have those DIYs. The performance. Tanked. The performance of the video right. was terrible. And then the one after that, also tanked, uh, the Good Hang or Tough Hang Luigi's Mansion 3 edition, because we were starting to get into the, the, the time of promoting Luigi's Mansion mm -hmm. 3 then. So that brought us to like the end of August. So yeah. we so we Two had so we had an awful dire... su awful summer yeah. of just being bottom of the barrel, bottom of the rung. And it's like, we're kind of running out of ideas of like, what can we do? What is the problem? What, what do we need to do? Yeah, we just didn't know at that point. We were right. very discouraged right. as well. And we were kind of scared that right. someone was going to tell us to just stop, right. like shut the whole operation right. down. So I did something that I was a little wary of doing because again, I was always very concerned of people saying like, well, you're just, you know, you're just using your power as the head of this team to call your own number. Because if I said to somebody, hey, you, I need you promoting Nintendo Minute five days a week, like, <laughs> I, 
I could probably tell somebody to do that. It would be an awful thing to do, yeah. and I would never do that. But there are probably people out there who would do that if they were in my position. Right. And it was their face and the thing yeah. showing up at the bottom of the report. Like, hey, we got to push this heavy. Yeah, yeah, but you didn't do that. <laughs> no. You never did that. But I did have a conversation with our, our person at YouTube because in addition to Nintendo Minute, there were some other things that we had that were... Now, the things we had on the on the channel were like trailers, commercials, and then like other stuff. A lot of it was like our team was doing. There was a, some other, there were some other things that yeah. had softness. So I was like, all right, I'm not going to specifically mention Nintendo Minute because again, the guy's going to be like, hey, that's you. Like, what? <laughs> like so I, I, it's a very delicate situation. But I was like, you know, there's other type. There's certain types of content on our channel that are kind of you know beyond the traditional trailers that were posted. It's like just it's just not doing that well. Yeah. And like, is there something maybe on your end? that has changed or that we should be aware of going forward, like some best practice. Cause they are, they are very good at proactively coming to us mm -hmm. and like, Hey, we want to give you the state of YouTube. Like here's, yeah. here's what you should know. Cause we're such a big partner, big channel for them. Like, like they, they were very good at, at yeah, telling us that stuff. Partner. And the guy was very cagey about it. He's like, no, there's not really anything that's happened, but thanks for, you know, relaying the concern and, you know, we'll look into it and blah, blah, blah. Like just a total like, like non-response. Non yeah. But, <laughs> well, it, it, we'll come back to this later, but there, there may have been some benefits to doing that, to just voicing <laughs> that concern. Um, something else that we did was we did start to meet with one of those quote YouTube experts. Yeah. We had... Went to a talk at VidCon, I believe, and right, saw Right, by this guy. His name's Daryl Eves. Yes. Um, his kind of claim to fame is he was associated with Mr. Beast very early. Right. And he's like, you know, you know, we helped to develop, like... His formula. The formula, and really, yeah. like, under... Because, like, nobody's cracked the YouTube formula like Mr. Beast. Yeah. So that is a good feather in his cap to be like, right. I helped launch Mr. Beast. Right, right. And he's a very nice guy, and he gave us some tips, and he helped us out. Like, it was a very extensive process that he went through. He basically audits your channel. Right, right. Or audits all the videos on the channel um, that were, you know, Nintendo Minute videos. And he was auditing the Nintendo channel as well. Right. But... He did what he does that's I thought was pretty um, pretty valuable is he does give you like very actionable things right. to try. And so we did. Yeah. We tried him. Right. Um, so you know, a lot of in, any of these people will always tell you like, you know, focus on your title and thumbnail because that's what brings people in and, yeah. and, and you know, from there have some sort of a hook to retain them. Like that is the like most basic like how to do okay at YouTube yeah, exactly. kind of formula that there is. Um, but he gave us a lot of advice on that, and you know he did he did give us some some reassuring stuff of like you know the, there's nothing like that bad about the content you're putting out. It's mm -hmm. like you're just kind of in a slump. But like let's try these things that are a little bit different and, and see if we can shake it up. So we did, and the next video that we did, um, you know, we went back to Breath of the Wild, which was just. A perpetually popular game. Yeah, and I think before we had this perception, especially when we were at Nintendo and we get early access to a lot of the games, that like the only videos that can do well right. is pre-launch games. Right. But I think after talking to Daryl and like thinking about just interesting, like creatively thinking about content, it's like, no, there's so many opportunities with games after they've launched or things after they've launched that can still be interesting. And so while we would never have thought that to be an idea in the past. Like we totally were like, okay, let's try that. Right, right. So um, 
we did this video, the no map challenge, which was like to see who could get to a place without using the map. Mm -hmm. We did also use this thing that he was encouraging us to do of like give more like consequences to a challenge. He's like, yeah. you need to have some sort of payoff at the end right. where there's some sort of punishment for the loser because yes. people will want to see that and people will want to see the drama that builds <laughs> of finding out like who's going to win or who's not going to win. And we came up with this dumb idea of the dubious food. Yeah. Somebody's going to have to eat dubious you food. You had to eat it. I did. What the dubious food actually was, we'll never say. We'll we will never, never say. say. We will, it was dubious food. It was very dubious. That's what it was, straight very from the game. Dubious. Mr. Anuma FedExed it to us in a box. And it was <laughs> it's disgusting. Like a dry ice situation. <laughs> yes. Um, but that video did well. And that was very cathartic to finally, yes. you know, get back on track. And from there, we were kind of back on our normal yeah. pace. So yeah. I think it was a combination of things of, you know, we... You know, taking the advice from him of trying something different and really trying to hone in on these actual things that do trigger the algorithm in different ways mm -hmm. of you know, bring people in, keep them there. That will help. Um, and this, this, this call to YouTube, like, could there have been something behind the scenes? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. Yeah. But who knows? Maybe there who was. Knows? Who knows? Maybe there was yeah. something positive but it did, about it did, that. It did. It did. Start to become right. better. The fortunes did did change, but yeah, it, and then we were okay. It, yes, but it was two months of pain and, and fear of um, what what could have been, but we were able to yeah. to turn things around. Now we live that fear every day on a very <laughs> on a very even more real level because right. literally your livelihood is tied to this ridiculous algorithm. Right. And yeah, that ten out of ten podcast was the most scary moment of my career. And oh. I was like, oh my gosh. But we turned you around. We have continued to meet with Daryl. Um, we, we did meet with him again when we, we started this new channel because it's like, well, it's a different circumstance. We know you. We like you. Yeah. No, he's like, great. Help, us, help us get he's off on the really, right foot. Really so good. He's, he's super good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, let's hope that this one doesn't get algorithmed. <laughs> <laughs> please watch this. <laughs> well, if it, let's see this. They're already watching it. What's the point oh of that? Oh my God, please watch this. Oh my videos. gosh. <laughs> All right, where are we now? We are so jumbled up. Games we are playing. Oh, we're on games we're playing, yes. We great. are, yeah, we are. All right, well, we got a big one. Uh, we've both been playing Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth. Yes. Yes. Got some great codes from Sega. Thank, Thank you so much. Thank you very much. I was very worried I wasn't going to get it I due, to, like, due like, to my... Well, I get a code and you won't. That would be great. It was my Sonic Karma that turned it around. That, that little I memento. Like, Man, I've said a lot of mean things about Sonic the Hedgehog. Aww. They're not gonna like this when I request a code. Now. Come on But up, they came on through. Down. They came through. Um, but anyways, we have both been playing this game. I think we've both been loving yeah. it so far. Yeah. Now you gave me a little disclaimer, which is at the beginning of this game, I heard there was a lot of cutscenes. Yeah, so we got the game kind of right as it came out. But yes. at that point, people had some people had finished the game and reviewed it, and I'd been listening to people on podcasts who had been playing it, and they they were like, "Hey, be, just be prepared. The first handful of hours of mm -hmm. this game is very story heavy, right? Very cutscene heavy. Yes. So just know that this is a very long game. So you will eventually have Play more something. control, but for <laughs> these the first game. parts, like just. Don't don't expect to be yeah, doing that. Yeah, I, I was actually really glad that you gave me that disclaimer. I don't mind the cutscenes in this game because they're very well. The dialogue, the story is very well done, but it is very heavy. I mean, I barely touched the controller. It's a little ridiculous, actually. Like I, I put if, the controller down. I'm just like watching it like a movie. If these cutscenes <laughs> were not this well done and the story was not this interesting, like yeah. I would be a little annoyed, yeah, honestly. Maybe you could skip them. 
Well, I need to know it. I need to know what's happening. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you didn't like to watch them, then you could skip them. I wouldn't recommend that. I definitely wouldn't recommend yeah. that. But you wouldn't want to anyway because the cutscenes. It's really good. It's really, really good stuff. Really good stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this takes place right after um, Lucky Dragon Seven, um, and kind of picks right up where right. that is, and, and you sort of learn in those first couple hours, like you know, sort of a couple years have gone by. Like what what is everybody up to? Mm -hmm. like all your your old friends are, are there. Yeah, there's like a lot of time spent on like, well, what's this person doing now? Exactly. Or what's that person what's doing now? What's this person's life like? And they're all, still, yeah. they're all still hanging out, but their lives are different now that yes. they got over this big adventure. Exactly, exactly. So that was good character setup. Um, obviously, Ichiban, his, his life looks and feels very different now that he is sort of... Right. So After the events of the last one, he's, you know, right. doing a different thing now. So in the last game, like, they kind of disbanded a lot of the Yakuza right, um, the only, orga organizations. Yes. And he is kind of working in this like employment agency, mm -hmm. helping to get the the old Yakuza jobs. Yeah, like the ex-Yakuza. But, but I guess this is a thing in Japan, like there's this like societal rule where if you were previously Yakuza for five years, like you kind of can't do anything. They're like, you can't rent an apartment, you can't get a phone plan, like you can't wow. do anything. So he's like trying to find ways to help people get around that, mm -hmm. which turns out to be kind of like skirting the law in a lot of ways. Yeah. Which yeah. ends up, which results in him getting like canceled online, which is hilarious. So, okay, so the, the thing that I absolutely love about this game, and I really started to know this, notice this with the last Yakuza game, yeah. is that they do so much like just very like current social yes. commentary yes. in a way that is like, it, it's, it's like serious in a way where they're well, like, yes, we seriously want you to think about these issues, but also funny. Well, this is the old, I mean, this is what old GTA did so well. Like they, they they now have the championship belt. They have it. Until GTA 6 comes out. If we're ever going to make it. If they can somehow pick it up, they'll get it back. But this is the current like holder of that. Exactly. Like they did so much of that about like homelessness in Japan yeah. like in the last game and they, mm -hmm. they still talk about a lot of that in this game. They talk about sort of like what do you do when you're sort of on these fringes of society and you're trying to get your life back? Like shouldn't these people get a chance? Um, so th these are serious, you know, issues that we face in our country, right? And then yes, the part about him getting canceled online was <laughs> Incredible, like in this era of like YouTube takedown videos, yeah. like that is what happens to him. And they even have like a video with like a VTuber, yes. and they're like, it's like exactly how it would be done. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, like you know, like let me let me show you the receipts of this yeah. evidence of this takedown, and it's all this internet drama. And you know, poor Ichiban is like, I don't even go online. He's like, an old guy. He's like, I don't go online. I don't know what you're yeah. talking about. What is a you like? What what do you mean by like you're gonna film this and yeah. put it online to cancel me? I don't right. understand. And so he grapples with this like new reality, and yeah. then yeah, the, the three his three you know Namba and Adachi, yeah. they're all three like kind of old guys. They're like, yeah, like how do we even go about coming out of this? Like, like once the news is out there, what do you do? Right, you know. So right. it's such like a interesting way of looking at like cancel culture and all yeah. that stuff. It's, but it's the same incredible stuff. It's the same thing that only this series can do of going from super serious topics to super silly topics like yeah. seamlessly without skipping a beat and it all yes. just makes sense so like yeah. in between that there's this pretty long segment like really early on 
where like he decides he wants to ask one of his like female friends from the last game out on a date. Yeah, he's like in love with her. And so cute. Or like in almost any other game, this would be such an unwelcome tangent where you just kind of like want to get settled and want to get down to business. But there's yeah. like an hour long thing of him getting advice from these two degenerates. Yeah, who have these two old who men. are also like single and have no business giving him dating <laughs> right. advice. Right, <laughs> right. They are, yeah, they have no business at all. But they they give him like all this. And you have to do cool like kind of funny little tasks. Yeah, and it like goes into your personality. Yeah, like you yeah. Choose. But it, the dialogue is. Like, I was cry laughing. It was so <laughs> hilarious. And then he goes on the date, and you, right. you do the whole date thing. Right. You know, you, like, go through that entire right. thing, and you feel it for him. You're, and there, like, there, feeling it. There is a story significance to the date. Yes. But, it like, that could have totally derailed the game at a very right. early point, and somehow it didn't. No. Like, that's the take. It was, like, Such somehow well, they're able so well to do done. these, pull off these things that yeah. no other game can. It is, um... Notable that this game feels a little bit more like it almost has like the Persona 5 treatment, like where there are a lot of sort of really fun scenes where it just feels very stylized. Like there is a scene in the very beginning where they roll sort of the beginning credits. Oh, yeah. That's just like incredible yeah. to watch and just like very stylish, very cool. And then another scene um, a little bit later on that first chapter where Ichiban really becomes like your. You know, yeah. vision of Ichiban right, like right. he becomes like what we all think about in our minds when we think about Ichiban and like that whole segment was like very stylized and well done and even some of the the game like the battle the uh, fighting mechanics are, are it kind of gives me that vibe as well um but yeah it just it feels like very fresh in that way yeah. which I really like right. as well they have made a lot of subtle changes to the battle mechanics now that yeah. you bring that up yeah. where it's turn-based still right. um but now they've added this mechanic where you can move in sort of a small, in any Radius. direction in this small circle. Yeah. But there's a lot of like strategy to that where mm -hmm. you can knock enemies into, into other enemies other, or you yeah. can knock enemies into your other party members and they'll do an additional attack. Right. Or if you have like an AOE attack or something like right. that, you can like line up the enemies somehow and like do a lot you know, of right. mass damage. Or, or you could also walk over and like pick something up. Like I'm going to hit you with this bicycle. I'm going to walk over that. there it's so and do that. So like that's a pretty subtle change, but it's like really big in terms yeah. of how it plays. Right. Which is, um, I, th I think that's a trend for the whole game is like they haven't redefined anything, but they've added a lot of pretty smart little touches. I think so too. The battling is definitely more strategic than previous Yakuza games, I think. And yeah, there's there's the attack part, but there's also like a perfect block that you can yeah, do. It's very yeah. reminiscent, like like a Mario RPG, yeah, for yeah. example, where you gotta, you know, do the thing. There's some quick time events as well for boss mm -hmm. fights, which I found to be like very fun. And yeah. they don't overdo it. Like a lot of games overdo it and you're always right, like quick right, timing right. it like all the time. But it makes for like a little bit of a shake up when you're doing sort of this chain a, a long chain battle. Um, and there's still that thing where like enemies appear as in like Ichiban's imagination. Yeah. So they're not just like normal looking people on the street. Like they can look different or, or act different. Have you found the guy in the sleeping bag? I have. That one really freaked me out. There's also a guy in a garbage bag. <laughs> yeah, He's yeah, in a garbage bag. I've seen and them, then, yeah. And then you're like, I'm like trying to see like, what, what is this guy doing? When do I hit the block button? And then, and then the, the line is... 
oh bleep, he has a gun. I was like, what? <laughs> I laughed and I, I got shot. Because <laughs> I was like not expecting the line. Yeah. And I really like, I, I just wasn't expecting. Right. It was so funny. But yeah, there's, there's a lot of humorous right. things too, obviously, in yes. this game. Yeah. So. so the first uh, couple hours take place in Yokohama, Yokohama. still. Yeah. Are, are you in Hawaii now? No. You're not? I just, oh uh, I just finished chapter one last night. What? And so oh. I'm getting into chapter two tonight. I think so I'm, I'm almost in... done with chapter three. Oh, wow. So I'm, I've been in Hawaii for a little while now. But even once you get there, the story cutscenes continue quite a bit. Okay. But they do set up why you go okay. to Hawaii. I'm getting, I'm getting a, a little sense of why I might be going. After and it, the and end it, of and it feels one. like a good mystery that will propel a lot of the story forward. Okay. And I have met up with Kiryu, who is in Hawaii <gasps> also. Ooh. And now he is in my party. And Kiryu's hot. He controls. Well, Kiryu's got a new. So let's talk about it. Kiryu's got a new look for this game. Oh, really? Which I. I told you, Nazi? like, I was like, oh, this is not the Kiryu that I know and love. Okay, then I And thought look. was the hottest character in video games, but I need your opinion. Okay, okay, I gotta, I gotta look, I gotta look. I He's love got Kiryu. a hair, I think it's his haircut. He okay. has a new haircut that's giving me, like, real Matchbox 20 vibes from, no. like, 2001. Yeah. There is, like, a little bit of, like, a 90s boy band style happening with some of the characters. Oh. Like, there's, like, the, 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 the middle part hair. Okay. Kind of longish hair, and then the outfits too. I'm All like, right. are you, what, huh. what era is this? Maybe that's coming back. Yeah, maybe it's coming. But he's back. got a bit of a different look to him. But he plays, you know, it's the same thing where like you can choose the different stances in the battle, oh. and then you can do a different attack. He, he's entirely just like hand to hand combat, yeah. which is which is a pretty cool translation of that. I've met some new characters. I. The game has not yet fully opened up where I can just walk around Hawaii mm -hmm. as much as I want. I want that to happen so I can see yeah, like the scope of like can I can I just go walk on the beach or like yeah. what exactly are the boundaries? Because we've both been to Honolulu. I love Honolulu. So and I can't wait to walk around. That's a fun little wrinkle for us of, of you know this place that we've been to. Yeah. And there's people like like our friend Gene Park who we had on. Yeah. Like he you know he's from Hawaii, so he has been super like digging he's, deep into everything. Yeah, that's everything. fun. He can he can be like he can go in into like a childhood memory. Yes. In the game, which is pretty cool. Right. Right, but there yeah. is also this yeah, aspect now of a Japanese person in Hawaii, and mm -hmm. I was I was really wondering like, well, how are they gonna do like the some of the dialogue? Because I'm playing like, Japanese. Are you? Oh yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> oh yeah. There's um, there's times where he's interacting with somebody who speaks English. They handle that pretty well. It's it, okay, ha it hasn't been like that. jarring or anything. And, and yeah. there there are enough Japanese speaking people in. Hawaii, that there's still a lot right. of Japanese that, that to is, Japanese dialogue. That's accurate. So right, which yeah. is which is cool, um, but they, like we were saying, like they are also now skewering American culture as well. Like there's yeah. a lot of scenes with like the American police that they're clearly oh, just like having a, having this. a field day with, or like corrupt cops and stuff yeah, like this. I love this. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. The way that they do it is so well done because, again, it is a serious issue, but they, they approach it in a way where there's, like, a little levity. So you're like, yeah, I want to digest this issue because I know that this is, like, a serious thing that's happening, but I can also, like, laugh a little bit, too. Yeah. You know, so I, I really, like, how, how they're playing that balancing act is very impressive. Right. And, um, yeah, I'm absolutely loving it so right. far. So. Yes. Now, since we're talking about here, I have to ask you, is, is Ichiban hot, too? Because I was wondering this, too. Because in the scene where he's naked on the beach, like he's jacked, he he is full on jacked. He has really nice arms. So I think the answer is yes, but just, I don't know about this. Is his hairdo strange? The like, hairdo, the face is. The, the face in the pause menu, I'm I'm very confused by. Like, yeah, he's always <laughs> making. He's very exaggerated <laughs> yeah. his expressions. Right. 
But like, yeah, he's a nice body. This is a yes or no question. I would say yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And Good. you know what? He's he's like a personality jet. You know, like he's like that right. guy that got a heart of gold. That's very charming. Where yes. you like maybe you look at him and you don't never talk to him and he's like not your type, but then you talk to him for like ten minutes and you're like in love with him like, yeah. because he has like that. Kind of rough around the edges, but a heart of gold. That is like the most attractive thing ever. And he's jacked. So. And he's jacked. <laughs> there we and go. That can always be a, an extra. But Across he, the board He's win. a personality get for sure. It's, he's like that guy that just becomes like a hundred times hotter because hmm. he has a good personality. So, hmm. yeah. Okay. Yes. Good. I love I love me some Ichiban. Glad we answered those Great. questions. Yes. You got to get going. What do you, what do you, what do you, you got to get going with this game here. I know. Well, last we got to do a spoiler cast in a few weeks. I got this. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry. I got game, this. This game's long. <laughs> this game is long. Uh, the it. other thing we've been playing is more Pal World. Yes. <clears throat> I admittedly have not touched this since we got the Like a Dragon codes because I wanted to get far enough to talk about it on this podcast, mm. but I'm itching to go back. Yes, I've discovered my way to multitask yes. Like a Dragon and Power World, which is, uh, so I play these like big, you know, cinematic games. Like usually, oh, here we go. Usually at night, like this, my time to play these games is like after I finish dinner, after I'm done with all the work, and like now I can sit down and relax and like play, you know, three hours, like three uh -huh. uninterrupted hours of uh -huh. this great game on my big screen and really give myself like the sort of like the focus and attention. But it's hard for me to do that throughout the day. Oh. Like I, I don't like to do that like at one o'clock in the afternoon yeah. kind of thing. Because yeah. I just, I don't want to like turn, my, turn that stuff on. Um, so I have been playing Pal World um, throughout the day with my backbone. Yeah. Your backbone that you gave well, to me. Well, it's yours now. It's mine now. Yeah. But that has really been perfect because I don't need the big screen for Pal World. Doesn't I, doesn't meet your your cinematic criteria. I mean, it's it's fine. It's a nice looking it's game. It's a nice looking game. Yeah. There's some <laughs> problems with the early access graphics, but whatever. Um, but like, I I'm doing stuff like I need to do like a little tasks around my base. You know, I'm doing. Is the, is the font size an issue? On Not your really. Phone? I mean, I'm looking. Maybe I'm I like mean, real I, close. I, that's that's my one concern with that. Because I, I, I now have it. Can you, you can do cloud play with this game? Mm -hmm. That's, That's nice because I, I did yeah. set up my Steam Deck to do the cloud play on that. Maybe I'll check that out tonight because that, that could be cool. Because then you can play it like kind of throughout the day. So I like over the weekend, like, you know, as I was like doing stuff and, and taking a little like 15, 30 minute yeah. break between things, okay. like I, I can play a little Power World. Right. Um, and it's perfect because like at this point, I'm like just continuing to build my base and like I'm still like exploring a little bit trying to level up some more yeah. um trying to catch new new pals or whatever like taking on some of the more like I guess they call like boss pals or whatever yeah trying to catch those so I can be ready for this I tried that first boss fight and I got the tutorial worked. boss you mean <laughs> I got worked by that that it boss is that boss is hard difficult. that's that's like a wake-up call for sure yeah yeah it was bad you need well. to have pretty powerful pals, yeah. and you're in this like arena that has these big pillars. Like your character hide. needs to hide a I lot did. of the time, and I had the bow, the triple shot bow and arrow. Yeah, my pal man. And if you aim at the the person riding the the Totoro, you do critical hits. So if oh, you can I hit them with the bow that. and arrow, you can get critical hits. But oh, you but you need person. to cycle. Like once the pal gets low, you bring out the next one, and then they'll heal. 
you just cycle through, and eventually okay. everybody can heal up and keep coming out. And I, you do have 10 minutes to do it, though. I know. When I did it, I had like five seconds left. Oh my gosh. I was really, I was like, oh my gosh, we got to go for broke to try and get this. Okay, okay. So now I have much better pals. I also was able to get, <laughs> one of my pals has a gun now. Two of I'm, my pals have guns. I'm really jealous of that. I don't have that. Um, so I'm really excited about that. One is the little like green squirrel looking thing. Not Grookey. One of them is Grookey. Does Grookey have the gun Grookey like from the trailer? Submachine gun. Really? And Oh, I really want it's that. It's pretty cool. I really want that. And then that. the other one is like the, the green Eevee. It's like, it looks like a... Oh, like a, that. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Like a leafy. Old, like old a leafy. squirrel looking thing. Yeah. And then he sits on your head and he shoots a gun. That's like a cool. machine gun. That's like cool. Like an AK whatever. Yeah. And so I do have some firepower now, which is good. Oh, all right. I did catch some like boss pals. Yeah. One is like an ice one. So I'm hopeful, hopeful that that will That help. big ice squirrel? Yes. Yes. That's, that one's really good. Okay, yeah, I, I haven't that tried too. that, that one's, big ice it's, it's really big, right? Yeah. Yeah, that one's cool. It's like a ferret. Yes. Yeah, it's like a yeah, big old sort ferret. Of rodent varmint. Yeah. Vermin thing. Weird yeah. looking, but yes. whatever. Um, and I have the, I have the, that giant bird. Huge, it looks like a pidgey, but like a like hundred times the size of like a... Okay. Whatever. It's I don't know, I don't know. Bird. I have a bird, I don't know if it's the same bird, but okay. Yeah, so yeah. I, I think I'm, I'm going to be able to take on that boss in the next Well, let's so. hope so. How far yeah. have you been exploring, though? Pretty far. Yeah. I've, I've unlocked a, a fair chunk of the map. Some okay. of the areas are clearly high, too high level for me. Yeah. Because some of the like the levels are like up to like level 30 Oh, wow. And I was like, okay, no, that's, I shouldn't be here. That's really But high, I did yeah. get like a little fast travel thing so I can pop back. Um, my base is level 9, so that's exciting. Okay. I have, yeah, like, I think we're close there. I have a lot of the, the, the basics on my base now. I got, you know, the tree the rocks the ore the like the smelting station the hot springs i got hot the all springs. important hot springs hot springs are so cute i've and never I'm... seen them go into it though oh they love going into huh. it they're always in there like chilling i'm like can that. you get back to work can you go in it no i can't go into you it. can't hang with the, the pals in a hot spring with them they're so cute that sounds maybe fun. like wet dog is kind of stinky though oh. they smell that i don't know and then i have a little the little like um what is it called like the little uh, lamb Lamb ball. No, but like that thing where you put the lamb. Oh, the pen? The pen. I don't yeah. have that yet. Like a little farming right. pen. They give you wool and stuff. And I have like a lot of the, I have an egg incubator now. Oh, have you hatched an egg? I hatched one. And what came out? Was it worth it? It was worth it. Because I'm, I'm holding on to a lot of eggs right now. They're, they're kind of heavy. I got big old eggs. I just put but, them in storage. But what but, came out? Um, I, I hatched a large dark egg in this like dark. A new, a new one. A new one. Oh, okay. And then now I'm hatching, now I'm working on a dark, uh, it's a very heavy, large, verdant egg. So I'm assuming right. like a grass yeah. type. Well, that's cool. Will come out. Yeah. But yeah, you, you can hatch them in there. And then you can, you, I got the little Powell crafting station so I can build them guns and stuff. Wow. And, you know, and then I got to make the, I have the other one I need to um, do now is the medicine, mm. the little medicine yeah. desk because two of my pals were horribly injured. One of them sprained Mine their ankle. Mine were always getting sick. It's like, so-and-so has an ulcer. Like, oh, no. <laughs> one says, one is critically injured. So I had to take him out and put him back in the box. Yeah. So just to make sure he didn't, like, die or something. Uh -huh. And then one sprained an ankle. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe because they're carting the rocks yeah. around, sprained yeah. a little ankle. Uh -oh. Ankle got sprained. Gosh. A little cankle. So I have to make some medicine, but I don't know how. Okay. Some of them look very serious. It's like a, it's like a needle. I'm like, oh, jeez. Oh, wow. All right. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, this. I, it's I've, fun. I've come around to this game is legit good. It's so good. And obviously, that like that's one of the reasons why it has been so popular is like it's a crazy concept and it's good. Yes. So I I was a little worried though, like with like a dragon coming with these other games coming. I was like, Am I, have I played my last of Palworld? But I was like, No, no like that game not. is still very much on my mind. I think about it a lot. I'm gonna go back to it tonight. Um, now that I've you know I've made a lot of progress in, in like a dragon, I can yeah. I can spend a little bit more time yeah. on that. Yes. And. Do your cloud play. There's, it's nice. Yeah, I, I do want to check. Bed, I, I want to check know? that out. Like, yeah. that's easy to do. Um, There's just something about that formula that yeah, is is, is a really unique mashup of things. And the more I see, like, the more Breath of the Wild. Yes. The um, exploration is what there is, is keeping me very interested. I also found um, caves. I, I started poking yep. around caves, which are these sort of, like, dungeons, areas that you can do where there's often a boss and, like, a treasure at the end. Mm -hmm. I kind of didn't love that experience. The cave was really big. Is it dark? Um, not, no. Okay. No, but I was worried about getting lost because there's like all these branching paths and there's no map for the cave. Oh, not that So again. I was like, if can I ever get out of here? Like I guess I could hit the respawn thing and just die. But then you lose all your stuff. I know, so I really didn't want to do that, but I figured it out. So I'm going to stay out of the caves Okay. and hope maybe there's they keep dungeons. tweaking those because I, I kind of didn't like the way those were handled. There's like the, the the little circles that you run into and then if you go there, it says like enter the dungeon. I have never entered. But it's oh, not a cave. It looks like I don't a, know if like I've a, seen a, that. It looks like a, like a, like a um, storm, like a storm drain cover. Oh. Like a sewer cover. Huh. But like pretty. No, I haven't seen that, I think. Yeah, I've seen a few of those. Wow. But I'm, I'm too scared to go down it. Okay. So I've just been walking around, like exploring around. I have had some pretty bad bugs, though. Oh, yeah, you said you had a bad day I with had a bugs. pretty bad day where, where I just fell, like, through, the fell ground? through the ground yeah. into the water and drowned. <laughs> and I lost all my stuff. I had to remake everything. So. Oh, because there was no way, because when you die, your stuff gets... My stuff was So your stuff in was the in bug. the ground? Yeah. Oh. I know. Oh, that's really bad. That was bad. I didn't have too much stuff. I that don't carry a, a lot of stuff with me. I but, understand that. That would have been a real bummer. But I was bummed out. I had some, yeah, it, it happened like twice too yeah. and I was really like annoyed. One night I had a lot of enemies getting stuck like in rocks. Oh. But nothing really happened to me. Oh, that's good. They, I mean, they do seem to be putting out a lot of patches. patches yeah. So it's possible they're fixing some things but breaking other things. Yeah, I mean, I understand this is early access. Yeah. So that's fine. I get it, you know? So I'm not going to like complain too much about it, but I was I was a little frustrated. Hmm. Obviously, you're, you're gonna get frustrated when something like yeah, this happens. Yeah. The thing that I'll say again is like, like the gameplay is so strong and this game loop that they created is so good. They don't need to copy the Pokemon. Yeah. They really didn't. They could have done anything else. You know, those creatures are so inconsequential. But you do need the creatures. You need a creature, but you but don't need- It could have been- It could look like anything it else. It could have been something else. Could have been something else. Right. Could have right. been anything else. Yeah. And. It would have been fine. Like you can, you can give anything else a gun. Who cares? You know. But they, they just honestly like they do not need to do that. So it's kind of funny how that became like such a big topic of like, like I can't, I can't believe. Yeah. I, mean, I, I still can't believe they did it either. But it's like you, you don't really, ha you didn't have to because the game was like good. So <laughs> you, you didn't need to have this like weird thing to like hit your wagon to. But mm -hmm. whatever. <laughs> yeah. But it's good. It's fun. I'm, I'm gonna keep playing it for sure. Well, these two games we're playing might be the two games we're playing next week. I'm not sure what else is new coming out until this new Final Fantasy. We're getting real close to this Final Fantasy. One month away, as of today. I think it's less than that, isn't it? No, it's exactly oh, one is month it? today. Oh, is it? Okay. As of today, yeah. Good. That gives, I, 
I need more time with like a dragon. I'm never gonna. I'm, I better. Not, I better stop going out. I better just. You uh, can't do it. I, I did go out this weekend. You're gonna be so chained to the couch. I need to get, yes, I need to play really video like, games. Play video yes, games. you yes. are. Play video games. All right, let's get into the questions from our community, and we get each and every question from our Patreon community. Our first question is from DMC. On playing games with inverted axes, axes, controls, mm. what would happen if Kit and Krista swapped places behind the table? What mayhem no. would ensue on the Krista and Kit podcast? No, stop it! <laughs> this is making me crazy already. No, I'm very, I'm a creature of habit. So we do have a rule. Yes. That I always sit on the right, no matter where, like beyond this table, if we are filming something on the green screen or in our little yeah. streaming area. Everything is always like this. It's always this placement. Yeah. And like when we have our little. Why is that though? Why is it? Our little heads. Yes. Like our little pixel portraits right. that we have. Like when you put them next to each other, it's always that way. Right. We did share um, in our Discord the, the official style guide that you made, which, yes. which uh, I think was interesting for some people yeah. to see. But I need to update that actually with some new stuff. Right. Yeah. Why is it like that though? Why is it so set in stone? I don't know. I think we just started like this, like on that couch at, when we did Nintendo Minute. So mm -hmm. now it feels weird right. to do it the other way. I don't know if I can sit in that seat. I think I'd be it'd be strange. Well, I, it would be different, but I think it would be fine. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> okay. We don't know anything. Let's move on. And also, the it, it has to be the Kit and Krista pockets. We do it alphabetically. Yes. Okay. I've been accused of favoritism on that. First billing. What, what's gonna be kid? That was not my. That was not billing? my idea. Alphabetical. That, that was actually not my idea. Alphabetical. Guard Tooth is next. If there was a Mount Rushmore of famous video game villains, oh. which four would you each pick and why? Okay. So Mount Rushmore has four. Four heads. Who are the four on Mount Rushmore? Do you know that? No. Let's see. Do you know George Jefferson? Washington? Abraham Lincoln. I think Jefferson is on there. And then is it Teddy Roosevelt? Is he or the is fourth it one? Grant. No, it's not Grant. I think it might be Teddy Roosevelt. That's my Are guess. You sure. That's my guess. Okay. Because I think that was coming out around the time of Teddy Roosevelt, and they're like, "Yeah, we like People him. People like him. He's mod. We can't have all these super old guys. We gotta have a new one, right?" Are we right? Tell us in the comments. I don't know. Or okay. we could just Google it. <laughs> I don't want to. I want to be. Told. You don't care. I want to be. Told. All right. So we need four. Okay. Four. I, I want them to not only like. For me, I think it needs just to look cool. Like who's a cool I mean, if you're gonna chisel it into stone. Right, it's gotta look cool. Right. My number that. one is definitely Tears of the Kingdom Ganondorf, just because he's so hot. I mean, you could argue he's already chiseled out of stone. Exactly. Right? Just the head though. But like, no, 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 hold on. Why I don't know if you can be that specific. I think you can say Ganondorf general in general. No! I don't know if you can say that specific one. Why not? I want that face. And that oh, you could okay, but you could say that is the iteration that we are going to depict. Yes. But we need to recognize the entire body of work of Ganondorf. Body. Of work. Poor, poor phrasing on my part. <laughs> but, great, great phrasing on your but part. But we need we need to recognize the history of Ganondorf. Whatever. Because there's more to Ganondorf than just that, and, Fine. and, and Ganondorf has been memorable. I guys are not Bowser. How's Bowser not the top? Bowser's got to be. Bowser's. Bowser's, Bowser's gotta they, be but these are this is easy. The first two are easy. Okay. After that, though, let's see. Hmm. What about... I mean, people frequently say Sephiroth. Sephiroth. I was thinking Sephiroth. But I don't know that game well enough to say, like, is it is it is it truly legitimized for him to be on I mean, this list? I don't think so. It, is, it over, is it overplayed? Because, like, there's... What is appealing or, or interesting about Sephiroth? I don't... I mean... I <laughs> you like... don't know. Great. 
I don't I think he like should Sephiroth be on the list. Is like, it's like, it's like not a uh, black and white villain, I guess is my point. Oh, it's okay. It's one of those things where it's like, well, I kind of see, you know, like, not like you agree. Yeah. But it's not like... Bowser is, you know, not even, I guess that's not even, like, true anymore. But I guess Ganondorf is our true villain. Like, he is just right. evil. Right? I mean, this, so. is, this is quickly becoming a, a Nintendo Mount Rushmore, which is fine. Mm -hmm. You could put a Metroid on there. No, I don't want that. Why not? Because it looks weird. But, I have one, I have one, I have one, I have one. Uh, what? King Boo. No. Wouldn't that look cool on Mount Rushmore? You're getting Rushmore? too caught up in the looks. I want it to look cool. What? Tell me anything about King Boo. It what looks cool. what do you know about King Boo? Nothing. I He's got a crown. He's big. That's all you yeah, know. That's literally all you, you know about King Boo. You know that big old face <laughs> on a mountain rushing with a little crown? That's How fun! That's all you know about King Boo. You don't know Metroid anything. is much more. We're moving on. We're, we're failing this question hard. Oh. We'll think about this. Maybe we'll do that. We'll pick this up in the bonus Q and A. We'll do a, we'll do a better job. That <laughs> behind this. the scenes. Yes. <laughs> Len asks, "Hi, Krista and Kit. Oh, here we go. <gasps> My friends and I were talking about off-brand slash unofficial Pokemon merch. One of us has a hat of a Pikachu that looks like an octopus. <laughs> what is the most bizarre unofficial Nintendo merch you have seen or purchased? We have a lot of unofficial Nintendo merch. I think. Well, we do now. Yeah." But bizarre. Oh, bizarre. Yes. I always go towards those Mario pinatas. Oh, which yeah. Which you see everywhere. We used to get them for the office. There was a lot that happened it was around Cinco de Mario. Cinco de, Mar Cinco de Mayo, which we called Cinco de Mario. It was all bad. There was somebody who would make promotional flyers for these office events, yeah. and they would just go nuts with Photoshop. And they would basically doing things, violate all the Doing rules. things that like could get you fired. With yeah. the, these art assets. Yes. So it was yes. Cinco de Mario. <laughs> and there were these crazy flyers of, of Mario and friends doing stuff. And then they would bring in a Mario pinata. It's like, how am I celebrating Mario by beating him into pieces? It is so ironic, too, because when we were making, um, like, we, we had that thing where we had uh, Sugar High Score make Mario cookies right. or like a Mario right, cake. Right, 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 right. And Japan would you can't flip do that. out because they were like, you can't eat Mario's face. Yet at the Rapid City office, we were taking a stick and beating the pulp out of a pinata Mario. A J illegitimate pinata Mario. Japan knew what happened in that lunchroom. They would be shocked. They would be so <laughs> they would be mad. mad. No wonder they closed down that office. In the bathrooms, there was also no strange... No wonder they closed strange, down that Strange office. signage in the bathrooms, too. There was a lot too. of strange signs yes. about... About duty in the <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay, so that's a good one. Uh, I'm looking at, at one, which is this oh, rupee mirror. It's not weird, but it's really cool. It's not bizarre at all. Okay, it's not bizarre. No. Can you see bizarre? Yeah. Bizarre. I think some of the um, Halloween costumes get mm. a little bit like uncanny. Those are valley. official. Well, I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about some of the other ones. There's the other sexy ones? No, oh, not, what are you talking not, about? not really. There's just other ones like there's like like you know bootleg like Link costumes. And, they, says, like, oh, and they always have like a fun so, green elf with sword, right? Like elf like hero or elf something. Hero? Yeah, like yeah, some of those okay, can okay. be pretty funny. So I think I think those are good. There are some like really funny like t-shirt like where, like clothes and things like mm -hmm. that that I see on like really lame like Chinese Amazon sites like oh. Timu like Timu, oh, that, yeah. that, you know that site yeah, like yeah, just yeah. garbage. Right. But they have so many like. I get sponsored this a lot because I think that it thinks that I like gaming stuff, which oh. I do. So I get sponsored a lot of like weird stuff. But I saw like um, like a like a bootleg Nintendo Switch rug, 
And that was strange, and it was like, but it didn't say. Like a, like a doormat kind of thing? Yeah. Okay. And it looked like a Switch, but it was like, video game console. Like, it was like, you know. That could be cool. That's a bootleg one, though. That could be cool. Okay, you want one? Should I get it to you? I kind of don't hate that. <laughs> I, I, I want to see it, but I kind of like that. And there, there's a lot of clothes, like, like a lot of weird clothes that right. are clearly. Right. I mean, I mean, we did a whole video. I mean, you found a, a Switch toaster for Switch games. It's like you put the games in the toaster. Oh, I should bring that. That was the little that's toaster. Pure was so cute. That's pure trash. That's pure trash. Like we did, we did a whole video. Like a lot of like um, beat 'em up wood does all sorts yeah, of yeah. videos on this stuff, stuff too. So it's just it's it's pretty funny to see. Though. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Marvin25 says, Hey, Kit and Krista, I was one of the lucky Nintendo fans that got invited to the Nintendo Switch preview tour here in the DC area. My question is, how do they choose who is invited? What locations they decide to tour to? And do you think they will do that for Switch 2? I'm not a social media celebrity or in the gaming industry, just a huge Nintendo fanboy, so I assume they selected folks who register a lot of Nintendo products or have Nintendo accounts. Thanks, and happy 100 episodes. So, um, so yeah. yes, they did do a big tour nationwide where yes. they basically took the event that we had in New York in January 2017 Correct. and it hit the road. Right. And people could come to that and go to that. They're mm -hmm. absolutely doing this for Switch 2. Oh, yeah. This is sure. like near the top of the list of the, of the marketing Yeah, because they, they want people to get hands-on. They, they right. know that it's a big deal and they know that their products show best when people can touch it and hold it and play it. So 100% they're doing this. Right. And now I think they have a better infrastructure for like doing signups for something like yeah, this. Yeah, like the Nintendo Live. The, the Warp, the warp, warp pipe, pipe Pass. pass. Right. Yeah. So they'll probably do something where people can sign up to go right, to that. Right, right. And they will kind of cherry pick people locally mm -hmm. who are noteworthy. Right. Um, who they want to have do it. They might do like a, um, like a, a media and creator hour yeah. or day right. or something like that. And then in that same location, open it up to the public um, and use that registration system. Um, so I can see them doing that. Yeah, how, how they chose in the past is is exactly that. They would sort of open it to the public that they want to reward, like, you know, big Nintendo fans. Mm -hmm. And so they would work with um, the My Nintendo team to do a lot of that. Um, and then the location. So... They used to choose just like really big markets, like you know your New Yorks and Los Angeles and um, what else? I guess DC could be kind Chicago. Of Chicago. Yeah, I mean they went a lot yeah. of places. They did. Yeah, it was but they a would pretty, choose like pretty big, pretty markets. big tour. Yeah, yeah. But they they try to cover like the majority of the U.S. Try to cover yeah. you know the coast in the middle and all that stuff. Um, to get people an opportunity to go hands-on. And, and obviously it's good for them because they're they're able to like capture a lot of content right. from these events. I remember they gave us like a lot of reports, like what people are, you know, it's almost like you're, you're part of a big giant focus group. Like what people are liking, not liking. We, we were getting a lot of information about that uh -huh. um, from these tours. Yeah. So. Last question from Tusku. Hi, Kit and Krista. Pal World is a colossal success now. What plan of action would you personally see as the most beneficial to ensure it stays a success and isn't just a flash in the pan? Would you take all this newfound capital and reinvest it into ensuring the game comes out as technically sound and robust as possible? Or would you invest more so on marketing and merchandising opportunities to try and make these pals into household names? I'm dying to hear your insights as experts. Thank you for your time. Yeah, I think we talked about this a little bit. Like, does this game have the staying power um, or is it like a fun thing that we talked about on social media for the weekend? 
And I think we've both decided that, yes, the game, the gameplay is legit good, and it absolutely can have staying power. But I think, I think now is the time to move away from marketing, actually. I think they did a lot with, you know, it's Pokemon with guns, haha. Um, while that is very, like, you know, it gets your attention, I, I think what's going to get people to stay and get you to keep coming back is really is the gameplay. So, and that's just keeping us from going back to the game as well. So I think now is the time to really, like, make sure the game is as best as, best as it can be. It focus on, like, the other gameplay aspects that make this appealing. Um... Yeah, I would move away from sort of the little gimmicky marketing stuff that they've been doing and really focus on like refining that gameplay loop and making that like as you know perfect as possible. Yeah, I think the the road to full release is the focus. Yeah. And they have put out a bit of a roadmap. They they did. Um, yeah, so to, to their too. credit, they yeah. put that out and you know, they have some things for people to look forward to. I don't think they have a have they set a time frame for when the full release is supposed to happen? I have I don't think I've seen that. I don't that. think I've seen like time frames or dates. Yeah. Um, but I would just work on and use that as an opportunity to show people like, yes, we are improving this game that is currently in early access. Mm -hmm. We are going to be adding a lot along the way. So there are reasons for you to come back if for some reason you dropped off. Yeah. Over time, maybe maybe you, you took a break to play Like a Dragon. Well, guess what? Come back because now we've added this cool new feature that we didn't have before and you want to try that, right? right? Right. So you keep rolling those things out and then along the way you just polish it up um, as much as you can. And you know, hopefully the turnaround is not unreasonably long mm -hmm. to full game. Like yeah. I'm thinking like a year or less would be right. would be reasonable. If it's more than that, it's, I think it's hard to hold people's attention. Mm -hmm. And then you can, you know, can say, like, hey, the, the game's properly out now, so here's another chance for people to come in. And I do wonder, to your point, like, do they try and come up with a new angle yeah. on it that, that's more than Pokemon with guns that's based on what they know people like now? Exactly. Because I, I think, think we need more substance I think now. You've, you've, you've hammered that opportunity as much as you can. And you've gotten so much more out of it than right. like, you ever dreamed possible. Right. And, now and you're also kind of on this like razor's edge of like, am I going to get in trouble for this? Right. So maybe for the future you have like a phase two. It's like, all right, now this is the message. It's a little bit different. It's maybe focusing on some different things, but there are things that we know people like. Exactly. You have a lot of data now, what people are really excited about when they play this game. And again, the game is, is so legitimately good. You don't need some kind of like gimmicky marketing tagline you can give people substance because you have the substance mm -hmm. and i think that will keep people in and make it feel like more legitimate because right now it does feel you know i think for some people that haven't tried it or played it as much yet it just feels like this little like you know this novelty almost right. but i, I don't think it, it, it doesn't have to be that at all totally. so yeah all right that's what i would do it's a free device for you maybe change the nickname of your company uh <laughs> all right those are the questions thank you to everybody there it's time to shout out some of our great patreon subscribers we'll start with our superstars and go on to our one-up club let's do it aaron hash ben eichhorn maru mayhem eigenverse kiss my flapjack mike chin roy eschke switching it up Underscore. on VGM Life. Link, the hero of Wits. Angela Bycroft. And her pig Molly. Ah. 
Thomas O'Rourke, Kyle Buff, Roberto Nieves, Frederick Wolf Conradson, Andrew Yuhas, Chili, uh, and Bruce Dash. We had our wonderful monthly meetup last night, and we played this game called Code Names. And in one of the clues, it was like the clue was <laughs> vegetable. vegetable, and the person immediately picked ham, which cracked us up. And Angela shared a picture of Molly after the meeting. Was like Molly was not pleased by this answer, <laughs> and I died. I died. It was amazing. Anyways, here is our lovely one-up club: A. Ron Burgundy, Ale Alejandro, Astro Dev, Awesome Forty Six, Bad Moon Rising, Benji B, Bookum Dano, Bookishly Fab, Brad SF Fifty Six, Brooke Obscura, Brovac Novak, Cameron, Chelly Squirrel, Christopher Lay, Captain Alex, Crim Cap, Sea Roper Seventeen, Cynical Squid, Doxon. Doinko. Elite Peach. Espar's 50. Fart Priest 69. Fairbound. Burning and Jess Forever. Fox Deploy. Garrett Hallfish. Garth the Wolf. Gartooth. G Sun 101. Heroic. Iris Marin. Jay Rando. Jabroni Jones. Jeffrey Hernandez. Jeremy Lewis. Jerry 92602. Jesse Hernandez. Jay, uh, John Responte. Jonathan Rowe. Jordan Collette. Jordan Hemmerly. Joshua Clements. Juji Fruit. Justin Leminger. Kawa2796. Keith Kwan. Kevin Delane. Kilo Kibo. Cristorati Kid. Christopia Party With Me. Kyle Gamer Berry Rookie. Kyle Kretzer. Linnell Stickman. Lazy Cat for Coffee. Lex. Lit. Macho Potato. Mad Dog 5981. Magnificent Easy G and Callie Marie. Marky Man 64. Mario Man 392. Mecha Dragon 101. Medallion. Megan. Oh, oh, we, oh we got this one. M1 IMAT. Yes. Yes. Michael Cravens. Mikey. Mr. Ryan07. Motomania. Mr. Andy Pong. Mr. Beans and Dip. MSN Poke Gamer. Mytran. Nasir. Nathan Burkhart. Nick. Ninja11. Panda Buns. Penny. Paul C. Pace. Paul Gale Network. Prime Factor. Prince Charmless. Raver. Brain Tech. Record Rumble. Reed Schultz. Ryeth1. Rob Osborne. Rocks. Rianetta. Sharif Jackson. Shinryu. Slowbro. Snazzle. Spicy Munchkin. Steel Citrone. Tales of Link. K120N64. Tech Magic. The Shark Among Men. Thomas Alvarez. Three Rivers. Timmy V. Topher Schmofer. Totally Joe Ed. Travis Torline. Trajawi. Tugs Puppy Bear. Tusku. Tyler Geis. Vezes. Video Game Stupid. Viridian. Virtual Bot. Weeb Kingdom. WG Grizzy. What Up Khalil. Wicked Davy. Zudiverf. Zelgra. Zapati. And Zroid. Oh, I'm so glad we figured out the N1 I'm at. I'm so glad. It definitely, we not it definitely out. required an ex exclamation. Yeah. I mean, we came up with a lot of other good ideas. Money, he, money, he, mad. I, I was, I was, could, I was sure that it was could money. Be mad. your name. <laughs> do you want to be money mad instead? Money, <laughs> money, money. It's like those license plates. We're like, I, I think I know what this person's <laughs> trying to say. <laughs> All right, don't forget to subscribe to us at Patreon.com/slash/KitAndKrista to keep all of this going. Thank you very much. And if you're watching on video, you can go ahead and subscribe, give this video a thumbs up, and leave us a comment. And if you're listening on audio, you can also subscribe, give us a five-star rating, and leave a written review, if you please. And we're on the socials. We're on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, and Threads. Indeed. All right. That's all. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.